Group text. See if, group text. See if it'll pick it up. Group text. <laughs> what would our group text? Yeah, our what group, happened to our group text? What What would it be called if we had a group still text? We still have it. Don't we? I think so, but two, nobody's on it anymore. Two crackers and... <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? And Denzel. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm Denzel. Y'all must be the <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Daniel White Show, episode four. And I, I guess I just, uh, I thought Pittsburgh County was a, was a county in North Carolina, but it's not. Definitely so, not. I mean, I don't know for sure well, if there maybe. is a Pittsburgh County, but it's not where claudia's from no anyway, yeah i'm an idiot <laughs> anyways we have uh two amazing people here of course you've heard uh of dusty dusty's here and Hello. the the one and only claudia oh my hey. gosh long time friend since uh since college sophomore year mm-hmm. junior year i think it was freshman i feel like we was met it freshman because of uh Haley? Yeah, yeah, it was Haley. Yeah, we met freshman HDF year. class, right? Mm-hmm. Human human development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Took Gosh. our test together. That's right. Oh God. Sure. <laughs> 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 I can get my diploma revoked. <laughs> can you God. do that? Is that really a thing? Uh, I don't know yet. We're gonna figure it out. <laughs> My God. I think you're we good. Didn't I don't think UNCG, this works. we didn't cheat. UNCG, we, we did it at different I cubicles. Cheated. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Anyways. Different computers. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. No, I'll fuck with you. I'm five years out, so. Fuck yeah, y'all. at this point, <laughs> I really don't think it matters. I'm a Spartan forever. I'm right. Myself. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> Claudia is a behavioral support specialist. In Wait, school. one more time, because you were laughing. Claudia is a behavioral behavioral support specialist. Yes, and which is uh, is kind of a counselor. I mean, sort of, kind of. Yeah. So we work with high risk behavioral students. Um, so instead of like just your average everyday i can't i shouldn't say average but wow just like your general student yeah. we don't work with like just general students it's your average student it's every people, day I, it's people with behavioral yes, pro- yes. problems yes. yes behavioral issues in the yes. classroom yes. we yes. are called in to help support those students yes mm-hmm. which is super dope um i think that's an incredible job absolutely yes, yeah. a lot you do it very uh emotional job i'm sure but we'll definitely we'll hear about that in a little bit yeah but first we gotta start with the icebreaker <gasps> so i'm letting you choose the color we have orange green and white mm, okay i don't know i'm nervous um i'll take green okay green i'm gonna read it you wanna read this on dusty here yeah I'll yeah i'm sure. say you haven't read one so i have to answer this <laughs> we, all have, we all have to answer it okay yes and this is the icebreaker. okay yeah you're gonna go first but no one has seen the question okay Okay. Can I say pass? No. No. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. If you could have any object or place in the world completely to yourself for one day, what would you choose? Ooh. Oh, that's good. Object or place. Object or place. Um, Honestly, I think, can I do an object and a place? Sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah, do both. Okay. Do both. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I would say probably somewhere up in the mountains with a creek. Or like a river. Yeah. Um, can you swim? Yes. <laughs> can you swim? First of all, it, if it's a creek that big to where you got to swim. Well, we drown in a creek. <laughs> hey, I'm sure it's probably happened. Yeah, that's not funny. Yeah. Claudia, shut up. Uh, that wasn't the oh. one that said it. <laughs> all right. 
So what? So I think yeah, so, I think that's it. But like you know, some rocks in there so I can like lay out on the rocks, just okay. be like real hippie vibe. So yeah. some sort of like a nature type. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see you out there. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Maybe with some beverages. <laughs> Definitely, if you've yeah. of the alcoholic kind, or I, you know, leave it to imagination. <laughs> Get some Capri Sun, like a variety Ooh, pack. Yes. Mm. Oh, apparently they make like. Uh, well, I say they. There's a lady that Heather's mom knows that makes like adult Capri Suns. Like, alcoholic? they don't. They don't actually put them in like a pouch. There's no pouch. But yeah, I mean that's the crappy part. But it, oh. it's uh. like a. I mean, it tastes. That's what they call them. Anybody can make Dude, them. That's but sick. it's basically like a Capri Sun, but it, it's I feel got like alcohol. The pouch in is it. what would make it that. Yeah, I know. See, that's what I was thinking. But it'd be really hard for you'd have to have like an actual, like a plant, like a manufacturing plant yeah, or something. Well, maybe not. Many. Maybe not. I don't know. You'd have to have like a vacuum sealer or something. I've always wondered how mm. they made those drinks like clear. Like it was so odd that it was like a kiwi. Have you ever seen? Like have you ever seen? Uh, <laughs> oh, there was a, there was a that thing was a couple years back mm-hmm. that I read or saw in the news or something. It, it might have been something somebody posted on Facebook, but it was like they cut into it, and it was like mold oh, yeah, chunks yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. What was that deadline thing? I don't know. I don't know. But I was just like, I don't think I've you know what? I'm just gonna deal with the fact that I can't see what's in there, yeah. and it still tastes good. <laughs> yeah, Damn, <that's> <laughs> and crazy. I haven't been sick. Okay. All right, Daniel. Yeah. No, no, no. You said oh, place. No. You got an object. Yeah, no, she did. did. She said the mountains. In the mountains, mountains yeah. with a river or Pay creek. attention. Oh. Some beverages. Oh, beverages is an object. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess the creek could no, also. Could well, also place. I feel like I gave you guys I feel like, assortment of things. Yeah. Okay. Me. So in the mountains where there's a creek and or small river-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Some sort of water Tan source. Tube. Yes. Okay. Me next. Okay. I yep. think I would do if an object would be like the presidential jet. <laughs> I would absolutely have that for what, Air Force One. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Air Force One. <laughs> and it's not really a jet. <laughs> it's like a big Force. ass fucking. It. I mean, it goes it's fast almost like as a, fuck. I mean, I'm not sure how big it is, but it's got to be pretty close to like a 747. So it's not a jet. No, it's oh. like a it's like a big ass plane. You, think it was, you thought it was a jet too. I mean, I was thinking it was no because they have like like boardrooms and shit like that in there. Oh. A big jet, like it's aka a, a big it's plane. A big, it's a big jet. It's a big Fine, jet. Dusty. Well, I want the Air Force One, damn it. <laughs> okay, and the place would definitely uh, be uh, Harry Potter World. Hell yeah! I would oh. love I still to have do that. that. I want to okay. go to that, and I want to go to the new Star Wars one. Is it op- I don't think Star Wars is open yet. It's supposed to be within like the next year or so. Because that shit opens, that shit's going to be packed. Oh my yes, God. I do want to go Where to is this at? That's uh, in California, Universal. isn't it? The Star Wars world? Is that, or is that in Florida? No. It, it should be a part of... I think it's a part of Universal down where like... Oh, so it's in, it is in Florida. Harry Potter world and all God, that is. Imagine going to Harry Potter world and then Or whatever Star it's called. Is it actually called Harry Potter world? I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, well, Would you dress up for both? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. Hold on. I do love Star Wars. My answer would be absolutely not. Because have you ever walked around one of them parks before? Like being dressed up in costume, that shit would be uncomfortable would be as fuck for yeah. a long time. I would definitely. Do. You can. We can do Harry Potter and be uh and keep it cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is ropes. Yeah. You know, I'll be. Uh, that wouldn't know, be too bad. I would be a happy motherfucker if I got to go to Harry Potter World by myself. The whole part mm. to myself. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. so you meant like go by yourself? I mean, like you said, it, why would you want to go you by said yourself? Ha- you said have it to yourself. Yeah, that was the question. It does say. Oh yeah, in, in the world completely to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Cool. That's mine. I have no clue. Yeah, all this time to think. If you can have, I've just been listening to y'all. I've been <laughs> trying to be <laughs> completely to myself. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it sounds pretty cliche, but like maybe some island yeah. or something like that. But mm-hmm. not to where it's like completely cut off from the world to where like I'm stranded there for a long ass time. <laughs> right. Like you but have where a it's like I could still, like I got a boat. Like, <laughs> and like a bridge or something. And like a satellite phone, you know, just in case. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know, but I'm, Video I mean, games. Uh, y'all both know me. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, y'all both know me. I would give probably bored as fuck after a little bit so probably a couple hours you'd be like okay got sand have and tree and switch else? it'd be i mean it'd be cool though i don't yeah. really i mean cool. it's weird because i like to be alone i like my alone time but at the same time like if i'm going somewhere like that i don't think i'd want to be alone would you somewhere you'll be by yourself i don't know man like a golf course or something okay yeah, yeah. that's actually a really good one yeah. uh okay i would say pebble beach golf course by myself See? get to yeah. play the whole thing there by myself go. 18 holes there you go yeah uh, 36 all day There's 36 holes hell yeah i've played 36 holes oh God. my gosh dang that's too <laughs> that much insane. that's not well when you're by yourself number one it doesn't last that long because oh, you're yeah, by yourself true. you don't have to wait on anybody you don't have to yeah just out there i'm telling you man <laughs> golf can be absolutely annoying as hell and yeah. can piss you off but it can also be really peaceful like just going out and yeah it's hitting balls just hitting balls <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay. that's a good one good job yeah, yeah thanks I, I thanks for that yeah just a little bit just a little bit yeah 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 all right what's the object um i don't the balls. The balls. <laughs> so you would rather have you want the balls to yourself and the golf course. Oh yeah, okay, that gives a now, I mean, I would just all around in general because it says object or place okay, we just, we in the world. Okay. So yeah, cool. So yeah, it would probably be that. That's actually a dope ass. I want that now. See, <laughs> like, I'm like I want that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah. I don't. I wouldn't want to go to a theme park by myself though. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. But yeah. you know what else? I, uh, as I normally do, a yeah. little off topic, no, but it ties in. This is my show. Do so, what <laughs> <laughs> do what the fuck we want. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, I've always thought it would be cool to like, like you've seen in some movies and stuff where like they end up in like a mall or something yeah. like that, like after it closes and you have access to like all the mm, stores sick. and shit like that. Yeah. I've always thought that'd be cool. Like I fucking hate Walmart, but like to go into Walmart, like after it's closed and you have the whole store to yourself and you can like open up anything or mess with Man. anything that would be there. Bruh, that I would, would bike that would be, all over the place. That would Absolutely. be funny shit. Or like yeah. try to skateboard. You'd have so much to do. Scoot, scoot. So much like, to do. It'd be like Terminal, but Walmart style. So terminal, yeah. yeah. So, well, but terminal, he, he didn't. Really, he yeah, didn't he have access get, to really go out and. But he still had know. that thing, like kind of. There yeah. is a movie though, Great where movie. the girl, terminal, um, she's pregnant, and she has her baby in Walmart. She was like homeless or something. And is it a drama or like a comedy? <laughs> no, a, I think you're talking about. Um, oh my God! What is the name of that movie? Is it's it an older yeah. movie, but she no. lives in Walmart. It's um, yeah. Who plays the role? It is the girl that plays Black Swan. Natalie Portman. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's, yeah I think I, it's called sure Home her. is Where the Heart Is or something like that, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. But she, yeah, she lives in Walmart and she, like, writes down all the things that she used because she eventually would Yeah, pay it that's back. right. So that might have been subconsciously what I was thinking about because I know I've seen. Mm, it scared me. I know our 
TV decided to send off some notifications. Some ghost shit. One little input. But yeah, I knew I had seen some movies like to where it was stuff like that. But that's probably what I was thinking about because she ends up being in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like after it's closed. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I think it's called Home is Where the Heart Is. Look it up. It's such a weird... Google it yeah, right now. It. It's such a weird premise for a movie. But, I mean, cool. No, yeah. it was like, I don't remember quite how she ended up being in there by herself. I don't know. She I don't just... know if she, like, went into the bathroom, and then, like, yeah. when she came... Like, finally, when she came out... I can't remember what it was. But, yeah, Google... Uh, yeah, dude, I think it's called Home is Where the Heart Is. And it's got Natalie Portman in it. Let's see. Because I think I remember a little bit about it, but not a whole lot. I just found it. She odd. was kind of all over the place because, like, her. I think the father of the kid was like abusive, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. abusive and just like trailer trash, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It was a cute movie. We're just IMDb home is where the heart is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I th- I've always thought that would be cool. That'd be fun to do. It would. Or like in a toy store or something. Oh, like, toy yeah. store. <laughs> Dude, that would be, that would I be would, sick. hell yeah. I, I can't remember the name of the toy store over there off of, uh, or in Friendly Center. It's called Toys and Co. Is it Toys and Co? Yeah. Well, okay. That's, that's where it's gone now, Ooh, but like that's where. Celebration um, Station. You could. That celebration would cool Station would be cool. Damn, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Again, I feel like that one would be more fun if you had other. Well, I mean, the arcade part would be cool. Yeah. Or like the go karts. The go karts. Sure, sure. But it'd still be more fun, I feel like, to have at least like one other person there. Yeah. Yeah. See, so yours was good because it's like a nice, peaceful thing. Oh, thanks. So, like a way for you to go and enjoy. Yeah, get my zen on. Year time and mm. yeah. Dude, oh, there's so many movies. I, uh, I searched that. Okay, but, well, for anybody out there, leave yeah, it in the comments. Right? Shout and, Eventually, shout when we Portman. get this YouTube channel going. Shout, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's all good though. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, some yeah, questions. that is good. I so, like good these. Set of answers. I love those answers. Put them in the back. Cool. So you just turn it around back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On to the main event. Ooh. The main event, the, the life and times of uh, Claudia. Yes, dude. So I think obviously we know your position now, but I think it's important to know how you got there, um, and just why you chose to do that. Okay. So yeah, so start with uh, I said underground and notes undergrad, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, start with undergrad. Okay. Yeah. So I um was supposed to go to ECU, like I had my heart set on it, and I was yeah. like not staying anywhere local but for some reason um i was like you know what uncg i think that's the place which was really awesome um because if i didn't go there i wouldn't have met you guys that's very true that's really exciting it's crazy um but i it was my first year and i was with my advisor and he was like so um after the first semester he was like so what are you gonna do with your life and i thought he was just joking i was like and i started laughing i was like eh, you know i don't know because you know seriously he's like you're about done with your gen ed so you need to start planning oh, for yeah. like what like <laughs> what you're actually gonna go to school for and i was like oh shoot like what am i gonna go to school for so i when was when was this huh when was this again it's freshman year college yes okay. of college yes yeah, sorry undergrad yeah. yes and um so I was just kind of, I was talking to a teacher of mine from high school and um, they were kind of like, well, you know, 
every summer you go on these trips with your church called World Changers, um, where you go and you help people in a community. You rebuild their roofs, mm-hmm. you um, rebuild porches, paint their houses, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly out in the community. You're constantly like helping other people. And it seems like that's something that you really enjoy and you get to meet so many people. Um, and he was like, so it sounds like that's something that maybe you could look into. I was like, you're right. And, um, but I will say, um, sorry, sister. Um, but she was also a social worker. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, and she is still now. She as in your older sister. Yes. My older sister. And so it was kind of like, but I don't want to follow in her footsteps because oh, yeah, everybody's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're mini Anna Gray. You know, she got a Mustang, then I got a Mustang. And she, oh, really? Yeah, like so. <laughs> and it would always work out that like she would cut her hair and then would I would cut my hair. hair. And it wasn't intentional. So I was just like, I just don't want to like be like little Anna Gray. You know, I kind of want to yeah. get out of her shadow. Um, but, you know, her shadow is, is great. She's an yeah. awesome role model. But, um, so that was like the stupid part about it was like that was what was holding me back. I was like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I went to a intro to social work class and um, Jack Register. Um, he is an amazing guy. Um, I th- he's moved. I can't remember what he's doing now, but he was a professor at UNCG. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, he really like hit the head on like what social work is and what it's for and really got me interested in the social work program at UNCG um and then of course meeting all the other professors they're just so genuine and um and awesome and supportive um but so that's kind of what got me into this is I mean I I do I love helping other people Mm -hmm. um I love experiencing things with other people and so social work just kind of seemed to fit right, within, right. you know, what right. I like to do. So that is how I got into it. Yeah. Did, you, did you know that you would want to want to direct that towards kids? Um, not at first. No, I had no idea what put, like what kind of um, area I would like to go into. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say my intern, like, we'll see. I went to community school, communities in school. Um, for my first internship and we got to work within the school system um, so we would come in to our schools and we would have like a select um, group of students and we would look at their attendance and their grades and really just trying to like motivate them and empower them to, to push forward and um, so some of them of course you know just it doesn't work out but for the no. most part like seeing them kind of react whenever you come in they're just like oh my gosh it's so good to see you or like they come looking for you and Mm -hmm. um so that was always a lot of fun and then also seeing them like increase their grades and pass classes and you're just like i can't believe like i'm helping this this student do this i'm helping this kid and so it's an amazing feeling um and that's when i really got into i think working in the school system would be really beneficial and yeah. I really enjoyed it. So. Yes, almost some instant gratification there. Yeah. 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 So do you do you feel like because of the work that you did in the church as far as the helping and mm-hmm. the things that you were just talking about, do you feel like that's what really wanted made you want to go into like a social work or was that something that you had wanted to do for, you know, since you were younger or Um, I would I would say it kinda helped me, um, it guided me into to going into social work because at when I was in middle school I wanted to be a um, 
a dentist assistant. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, because we did this little like employ I don't know employment test. I don't know. It was like I remember. I remember going to that test. Yeah, in high it's like some test. Just kind of lets you know like this is what <clears throat> what sort of field you should go right. into. Right. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, dentist assistant's on there, and um, I knew like you could do like two years with that, and you can um, make your own schedules and really good pay and I was like oh that would be so interesting right yeah and uh, but then I was like ew teeth like yeah you all know of, like all of oh, all yeah, of I've always mouth. thought that was super weird yeah and I mean like night <sighs> sorry guys but nice teeth that would be great to clean but you you get <laughs> all of lot, it so yeah. like I just <laughs> I was like, ew, no. And I think something was going on with um, somebody's mouth. I don't know. They were trying to get me to look at it. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. And they were like, but you want to be a dental um Oh, I said assistant hygienist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so that one dirty mouth, you're like, yeah, yeah no, I couldn't. I don't think it's for me. <clears throat> I'm good on so, that. I'm good on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but it just yeah the so the world changers and um doing those kind of things like within the community helped shape like what i'm looking for within a career so it sounds like you have always wanted to be in something where you're help in a sense helping people yeah or Mm -hmm. encouraging motivating um you know helping them like get to where they want to be so because it's i mean social work is very um client-based driven so you know we always look at their self-determination so what your goal is i want to help you get there um and whatever i can do to help you um of course legally or ethically like i would you know i want to do that for you yeah Yeah. that's awesome that's dope i mean you're just such a vital part to these people's journeys even as a kid like even looking back i mean it'd be cool like knowing you were there to help them throughout these you know right very hard yeah. part yeah. of their lives you know well and that's the one that like i never realized you know what we did as um in world changers like how we never really like processed the type of um what we gave to that person mm-hmm. in their house mm-hmm. you know like like the impact yeah 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 the made. impact sorry yeah. i couldn't get it out of my mouth but um yeah like what we did for them and yeah. how it yeah. really affected them because yeah. of course we never experienced that but we're mm-hmm. here to help you yeah. um so it's it's pretty enlightening whenever you think back about right so. right absolutely doing your course of study did you do any like psychology classes or anything like that i think i did a sociology class i wonder how like you know you far as you connecting to these people like yeah you gotta get into their mental yeah that makes know? sense yeah. i right. feel like that would some be some sort of a class or it's like tied a, in. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all tied yeah. in. Um yeah. I know for sure I did a sociology class and that was hard. Yeah. That was one of the hardest classes I'd ever taken. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna pass it. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, can I do this? No, but um yeah, it's all kind of tied in, especially because 'cause we're looking at um like psychotherapy and you know just mental illness in itself you yeah, know yeah. so we're all like it's all tied in yeah with all the yeah. subjects so that's dope with it was uh obviously that was a hard class did you uh have a favorite class going through hmm. that was probably more beneficial to what you're doing now so our diversity class yeah um Absolutely. it's one of the most eye-opening yeah um 
it's really cool it it um it really hits on like you know oppression and um privilege and so it it kind of helps like you know because at first there, there were some things that you know at first like struck me i was like wait hold up yeah. but then i really like got to look at it and i was like oh shoot they're right and i was like i really got to work on this yeah. you know yeah, so yeah. um that one is probably the most like eye-opening and the one that really like helps you kind of understand like where other people are coming from Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. it's a and it helps you be able to empathize with them and to create a connection um especially if you are of a different ethnicity Yeah. yeah um so it's it's really really cool and um I think it was, which we'll get into, but grad school, um, our diversity class for that, we had to actually um, get in groups and provide experiences of what it would be like um, as an oppressed um, population. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, but I'll just kind of just tie that in. But um, like this, uh, it was um, immigrants Mm -hmm. and immigration and what that's like. And so we had to like go outside and um we were all blindfolded and yeah and like things were they were taking stuff from us and so getting to experience like that transition like you know that move to like wanting to be free and what that cost and Mm -hmm. it was kind of like you know just honestly it made you tear up you were just like oh "Oh my god like i won't like i don't think i'll ever experience that i hope i never have to yeah and goodness gracious like this is what people go through well in a way i i feel like that kind of ties in with what you were just talking about with the uh world changers is Mm -hmm. that what it's called Mm -hmm. is that you don't realize like how impactful or like how certain people have to go through certain things until you have to experience it yourself right yeah Yeah. that's true so i think Mm -hmm. that's really cool that that they made you go through a class like that i I feel like it was probably incredibly important for your position oh yeah to have to do something like that so you can better put yourself in that person's shoes mm-hmm. yeah. to help understand a little bit more what they might be going through. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll probably push you. Or what they've had to go through. Yeah. And yeah. they'll probably more so motivate you to really complete it and get to the point where you were helping these people. Did you feel any, you feel any, uh, any guilt as for you? Cause you mentioned privilege. You meant like white privilege. Yeah. 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 You feel, you feel any guilt, uh, going through that course? Um, yeah. I, I feel like it would be hard not to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not to like answer a, for you. Yeah, but no, I just, no, no. Some people probably don't, wouldn't feel anything. Yeah, like, well, I yeah. I mean, I, there probably are people like that, right. but I just, I just don't see how you couldn't. Yeah. I, I, I just mean, don't see how you could. There's people that are definitely blind to it, and no, they're, yeah. like even yeah, in a class, they're just yeah. like, oh, no way. But yeah, and especially like sitting beside some of your classmates who are not white, and you're just like, oh my gosh, like I really hate that, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and then like you see it right in front of you. Like we'll go to a restaurant, and mm-hmm. it happened like right after that class, and you're just like, dude, like dang it, like you know, yeah, like it and, every and day. so and so we also have to practice. How can we stop that? Yeah, or acknowledge it to the point where you know, like just people can know, yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. you're right, like I am asserting privilege on you, yeah, yeah, or something like that. So just just really being aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's good. That's good. And I feel like that's a challenge to do because I I, I personally hard. try not to do it, it just 
throughout any part of my life when I come across people that may not have the same things that I have, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'll be the first one to tell anybody that, you know, anything that I've got right now, I feel like I worked hard for, right? you know, but yeah, I had opportunity to, whereas yeah. a lot of people they don't. don't necessarily mm-hmm. get those same opportunities, yeah. right? Yeah. but it's hard to do. It's very, it's very hard to try to keep yourself aware mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it's, awake to it's that. A, um, it's an everyday practice. And yeah. it's a constant, like, oh. You're kind of catching she, yourself every yeah. day. Yeah, 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 for and sure. Like, and, but the, it's not just catching yourself. It's changing it when you catch yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the practice. And that's when it, like, you know, because we walk around every day. Like, this is our life. This is our, you know, and it sucks that I was placed in that lifestyle, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. but it's the practice of changing it when you notice it and yeah. acknowledging it or bringing it to the <coughs> table. Like, hey, I noticed x y and z just happened here yeah um yeah so we need to fix that yeah absolutely and also um calling friends out or people or family out on that definitely which is, that's yes. a hard part usually that's really hard to do that's especially if it's, oh especially yeah. if they're adults yeah. you know that are older to, than you because usually they ain't changing yeah. oh no usually. and they right yeah most of the time they won't but, yeah so. and that yeah that is a really hard part because sometimes and it happens in in every family and i just sit there and i'm like I cannot believe this is being said. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it like that. You know, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like, I mean, it kind of, it, this kind of ties back into what we talked about in the first episode with yeah, me. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, why, you know, I'm so thankful that we grew we up the way that we like grew earlier. up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were exposed. I mean, I feel like I don't necessarily blame a lot of people when, when it happens the first time, because <clears throat> they're, not aware of the privilege that they may have over somebody else Mm -hmm. but -hmm. when you recognize it and when you do see it is when you should try to change and that's then when i have the problem that's when you when when you're not trying i mean i'm not saying that you're going to be able to make that 180 and and never do it again yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. but as long as you know you're working towards it yeah right for sure for sure for sure but that's also obviously an issue that's still going. So, oh, yeah. gosh, <laughs> I, probably, I won't say never oh. end, but it's definitely we're far, we're far from uh, that coming to a yeah. to right. an end. So, yeah. but yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, well, how was your senior project when in that um, curriculum? My se- so Did we to, didn't have a senior project. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Oh, our senior. So. I mean, not, I mean, no. um, yeah, capstone. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I was so high interesting <laughs> enough. Yeah, I was like, hold on. I was my like, bad. well, I was like, my senior I, project. I know I have it was a senior with dogs. Project. <laughs> <laughs> senior project in college, capstone course. My bad. My God. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's what they call it. So I, I, like, I didn't go to college. I don't know. Confusing you. I know you're sitting over there right. like, what the fuck? Well, what do you mean? Like, right. what do you mean you don't get it? Like My bad. Project. Was it like uh, an independent study? Uh, or Daniel, I need you to not force your privilege on the fact you got to go to college and I didn't on me. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> was like, I'm just well, kidding. I didn't, uh. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so, are you talking about for undergrad or for graduate school? Um. Well, do undergrad now, and then we can go when we talk about the master's yeah. program. We can talk about that too. Undergrad, we didn't have a capstone. Oh really? Okay. I think no it's just for anything. grad school. Oh nice. Yeah, it's like yeah. Okay. That's yeah. You just do like I mean, in every class, there's like this big project at the end where yeah. i think um for policy we had to do a big presentation which okay. was really cool how he did it um but we kind of just all like lined up in the classroom and he would just go around and have like an individual presentation and you just you use your board or your computer or whatever and I actually did um welfare oh, women and welfare yeah, or yeah. something oh, wow. so um 
don't ask me much about it. So tell me about it. Uh, so tell me about uh, it. was a really there. rough time because my sister actually just had an accident and she was uh, in the hospital, a car uh, accident. And she was okay. in the hospital yeah. and it was, y'all, this guy, he would make me cry just being so nice. He would just be like, listen. The teacher? Yes. Or, oh, he, really? oh my gosh. He was, it was Jack Register. He is like the best person ever. Shout out to Jack. Bro. I guess. Shout out. Um, but um, he would just be like, he, he was just like, do you want to do this another time? And I'm like, no, no, I have, I've, I've worked really hard on this. I got to do it now. And I was like stumbling all over the place. He said, just don't look at the computer. And we actually just had like a one-on-one conversation. That's cool. That's cool. And yeah, it was, that's really the cool. cool. Yeah. It was the dopest thing. I was like, man. And he was like, you could really go somewhere with this, but obviously I didn't. Sorry. It was so cool though. But, that you yeah. were able to, to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so that was one of our big projects. That was our main, um, cool, cool, cool. but yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was any related to like you know maybe what you're doing now or paper or something like that, but either way, that's still like tied into. It's a, kind yeah, of what I feel you're like it's still yeah, yeah, yeah sort yeah, of yeah. tied in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So okay, so tell give us a because you didn't go straight to to the master's program, did you? No, I did not. So I took a year off. Um, and some people like they'll say no, just go straight through it. Um, other people will say take a year off or two. I suggest taking a year off or two. Okay. Um, school was like, it was really rough. Mm. And so it's nice to just kind of have that break. And even with your degree, say you get out of school and that ends up not being what you wanted. So it's like taking that time to really figure out what you want because the real world is not college. <laughs> it's outside of college. Absolutely. <laughs> so like, yes. yeah. So, um, I took a year off and I did intensive in home. Okay. Um, so intensive in home is um, it's basically there's a group of us. There's about three, sometimes four, um, and we do a lot of case management, a lot of res- providing resources um, to the homes. We go into homes and we help with like parenting skills um, and providing different interventions um, for the kids and like working on therapy with the kids and tying all of that together. So you would have like one person doing a lot of case management with the resources. Mm -hmm. One person would be working strictly with the child and then the other person would be working with the parents and all it just kind of all comes together. Um, So I did that for a year and then decided I was like, I think it's time that I go back to school. Um, and so went back and did the one year master program at UNCG and A&T. So it was a combined nice. yeah, yeah. Um, university course. And it was it was very, very interesting. I, I First of all, I didn't think I was gonna make it into the one year program. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. Um, but I knew that I could apply for the one year and if not the one year they would step me down automatically to the two-year program so I was like either way I'll be getting in I just need to apply so but I got into that one-year program and it was a ride oh yes, my gosh I remember you doing that that was uh and I applaud you on it one-year master's program yeah, I didn't think real. that I... was even a thing right but you were in class every every semester right like yes, winter so, summer fall yeah. spring um, and also to my own horn, and I was working part time. Yes, so you were like, yeah. working. Yeah. I, I yeah. toot it. I yeah. think that's amazing. Absolutely. I had to get some somehow, yeah. you know. But um, no. So over the summer, there were two five week semesters, mm-hmm. and so we took, I think it was, it's two courses per semester, and it was literally every day, Monday through Friday, and you <sighs> were there. 
from like nine to like five o'clock or three o'clock I think and then I would go home at five because I would stay after to study or to do my papers or something like that yeah because it was where I could concentrate if I went home Oh yes, yeah, it wasn't gonna get done. Absolutely. So and still working part time too. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So it was that, and um, that was really the hardest part was the summer courses. Yeah. Because it's jam packed, and it's not like, oh, it's just two courses, and they give you like a like half of what a regular semester would be. No, that course is literally <laughs> like packed in with yeah. the whole semester yeah. of work. So I'm talking about having like three papers due in one day and not just like two page paper like a five to to ten page paper do like three of them due in one day or like two due this day and then all of a sudden you have to hurry up and get this one done on friday and then yeah yeah, and then of course tests and it's like oh my gosh and of course research was my hardest i can't research yeah but um yeah so anyways you get through it and then all of a sudden you're in your last year so your summer course is your is your first year and then wow. yeah oh, I see what you're so saying. that's how they okay. do it okay so it's okay. like your summer courses are your first year and then you get into your last year with the two-year students so it's their last year too yeah so oh, you wow. get tied in with the two-year students yeah and oh, then you all graduate together oh what side eye every one of them too i'll be like i'm curious <laughs> is that is it is it the there same a, price there was a little like Some divide tension. like yeah. for as, as far as paying for the courses and stuff like is it the same oh yeah that's a good question like um, is it the same as it would be for the two-year or because it's less time yeah, it's less. I so I was curious if it was actually, actually cheaper. I think it is cheaper. Yeah, I think it, it is better cheaper. be cheaper for me busting my ass. That's, that's what I was right, saying. I yeah. feel like if okay. you're, you know, basically I'm pretty half sure I think it is cheaper. Time. I never asked. Excuse me, a two-year student. I've never asked a two-year student how much it was. Yeah, or like you know the question. comparison. But like, hey, yeah, how much are you paying? Well, tell me. Obviously, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that obviously it's uh, you've decided that you're going to do it so you get it done. Yeah, price wise I don't think it's it's probably really something that you were looking at. Mm-mm. It was just Mm-mm. more so like I just want to do it. I need to get yeah. it. Done. Yeah. And I didn't want to go for 2 years. But I would sure as hell hope that it's cheaper. <laughs> I would absolutely fight someone if I was sweating my ass off doing those classes like yeah. 9 to 3 like every day like I'm I need to be I need, it needs to be free for me actually. Right. <laughs> yeah, can I get <laughs> well, see, I don't know because so the two-year students, they're not doing anything during the summer. Um, no, they aren't. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. So I mean, but I, that's what I'm saying is that it might almost equal out to right. I, yeah, I, I don't see know what though. you're saying because it's the same kind of time, but it's packed in. I mean, technically, it's the it's a shorter amount of time to do it in one year, right? right. But it's the it's all of the it's same stuff. To, yeah, mm-hmm. that they're doing, and they get that time off. They so they get those couple of months or whatever off, and then I'm assuming that their classes for the first year were probably a lot more spread out and not as crunched down. Into yes. it would have been cool if, like, during your graduation, they would have divided y'all into different groups as like the beasts. Like, <laughs> <the imps>. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And the beasts stand up. And, just like, and the beasts stand up. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. like at first though, there was kind of a divide. Yeah. Like it was kind of like, well, oh, they're one-year students, or like you know. They would feel like we kind of had like a chip on our shoulder or something, which I mean, dang it. We like just, we just got through like a hard ass summer. Right. So, um, but at the end of it all, we kind of, we get back and like, 
we kind of connect because yeah, we end that, up having classes together and stuff. You can get to work together. So the divide doesn't last very long. Yeah, but at yeah. first, it's just kind of like, oh, those are the one year, huh? Yeah. And we're like, oh, those are the two. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, need to get it, you need to slow down. Let me ask you this. So was there ever a time, especially during the summer part, that you were like, I should have done the two year? No. So it never got that bad to the point to where you were like, maybe I should have done two year. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, it was rough, but once you're in it, your head is just like, you're just in it. You're just and in it, And yeah. I would say the toughest part was um, really maintaining like my peer support. That was the toughest because I didn't have time to do anything yeah. with anybody unless yeah. it was like on a weekend that I may be off. Um, or I decided, you know what, tonight after I get done with this paper, I'm going to go out or something, yeah, you know, and yeah. hang out with somebody. Mm-hmm. So even though like, cause most of my friends live in Greensboro, but even though I was in Greensboro, it was still super hard to like yeah. see people. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so I would say that was really my biggest struggle was because I remember, I remember calling my friends. I was like, I just want to make sure that you're still here. <laughs> I was having like this breakdown. Real, like, real friends will be. Yeah, real and they were like, Claudia, shut up. Of course you're we're fine. still here. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, you know. But no. Because um, if you had any of those friends that were like, no, nah, we're not friends anymore, then fuck those people. And right, you no, didn't need but, to be friends with them anyway. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that was the toughest part. Other than that. It was a huge accomplish, accomplishment, and like I, Hell yeah. I don't. I think I, I would probably do it again. Honestly, yeah. I would do it again. Just, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Great. I feel like it's a good challenge to yourself too. And yeah. now, Gosh. like looking back on it in hindsight, I feel like you can be like, if I did that, like that's how I would feel anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, once we get into like the last year, right? All of a sudden, we were like, "This is easy." Yeah, I was like, gonna say, we "Does like, it, this does is it feel like it slows?" Yeah, does it feel like it slows down a little bit? Because oh, it does. You're, yeah. yeah, everything is so spaced so out. So it's probably super easy. And at I that was point. like, "I was like, oh, I can get this paper done in like no time." <laughs> right? That's like, one of those yeah. two years were like, yeah, whatever. Because they, yeah, there's because the, you know they probably are still struggling, but once you get into that like cramp, like crunch time cram stuff and like you have to put it out there and it's and it still has to be efficient because if it's not like they can fail you out like it's you know so it's not like i'm just gonna give them a bs paper you know because we had so many papers to do um but i don't know it was like the once the um the second year came around i was just like man this is easy. Yeah, it's like, I, I can just... I wonder sober. if employers, like, look at that. Like, if they looked at your resume and was like, damn, she did this in the year program. Like, if it was you yeah, and somebody had to do it as, in a two-year program? Resume, like, it's a year program, dude. I think I did. Yeah, I would. I would 100 uh-huh. yeah. percent because and that's what I'm saying. Like if I was, right. if I was, a, if I was, if I was a boss or, or you know of, of a company or, or school system or whatever, mm-hmm. and I've got somebody that's a two year and somebody that's a one year, and you know your GPA and everything was the same and you did it just as well. I mean, to me, I'm like, okay, so that person I know when it comes down to crunch time can, can do the same amount of work right. in the shortest amount of time and do it efficiently. Yeah. I mean, there's pros so and I'm cons really to curious it all. If right. They, because, if they do that. Well, see, and I'm also looking at it as in, well, the two years get more intern experience. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, that's I true. That. Yeah. So, so I they also get look more at it that, that way. So there's pros and cons yeah. to it. It's just like, oh yeah, this person can get it done. They can get it out there, and they did really good like under pressure year. and all this stuff. And then you also look at, it, but this person got two more, like another year of experience under their belt. Yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, either way, it's it's kind of just what you can do because there's also a three year program. Oh wow. Yeah. So and it's a night program. So oh, so it's like, probably for people yeah, yeah. that have full time jobs, families. Yeah, that have yeah. family stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Um, so it's not more uh, more of. For a lot of people, it's probably not more so like a challenge type thing. Like, hurry right, up and get just, it done. I need it's just I what need can fit it. your schedule. Right, yeah. Which, which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and I applaud those people. Oh, my no, gosh. Absolutely. Could you imagine yeah. having, gosh, like having to work all day long and then have to prepare for a class at yeah, night? My and brother did it. My oldest brother. Yeah, well, I mean, he technically... He worked weekends, but he worked full time schedule on weekends. Still yeah. had a sign and, and then, everything. Yeah, and then through the week uh, was full time nursing program. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, it actually took him longer because he couldn't get as many courses in as right. he wanted to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, mad props to anybody that does that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, I feel like Go if I guys. had to, then I could. Yeah. But oh, you, if I don't yeah, have you, to you put myself work. in that situation, then I wouldn't want to. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, know. I am curious though. Give a round of applause. Yeah, yeah everyone right. Masters for sure, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, anybody, anybody, <laughs> so whether it, I feel like whether <laughs> yeah. it be a, a yeah. one year, two year, three year, however Fuck long, it. like mm-hmm. anybody that that goes back and gets their masters and seriously and does that, I feel like absolutely applaud to them. So yes. I'm gonna guess that Eric Hall's to listening to this. Eric Hall, congratulations! I love you. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, congrats. Um, but I want to go into into that one year of kind of like what classes stood out to you what the major differences was because this is for people who maybe are thinking about going to masters for mm-hmm. you know um um social work so obviously it was intense and i know that but what classes were kind of most beneficial or did you take the most from and how is it different from undergrad okay so well, once again, I'm going to say the diversity class because that's where I got a, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that experience yeah. um, with the immigration. Um, oh, my gosh. What were, there was another class. Oh. Um, oh, shoot. What was that class? There was another class where we um, – we oh we looked at like different interventions and different ther- nice. therapy yeah, that yeah. you can do with um and it, oh it was based around kids okay. so that was really cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um I just can't remember the name um or the professor's name but I really really liked her <laughs> um so <clears throat> I really really liked her it's gonna come to me later she doesn't like you <laughs> no sh- I do I really do I'm so sorry I can't remember your name was it women in welfare no. <laughs> Shut up. No, I, I feel bad. I'm so like, ugh. but um, no. So we got to experience like you know using sand trays for little kids and how therapeutic that can be. Oh, wow. And um, you know like a lot of times you can play with them and they kind of pick their own toys out and we can ask them like, well, who is that supposed to be? And it kind of gives you an idea of you know um you can do it with like family or like abuse, like, you know, things like that. And you kind of get an idea and they're talking to you without really talking to you. So they don't realize like they're telling you what, what's wrong and what the problem is. And you can also like take a picture of it and then like, um, a week later do it again and take another picture of it and seeing how it's like changing throughout um, the process. So that was really cool. I loved doing that. Um, and we also had to, um, do a video 
of us um, doing a mock um, interview with a client. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, that was really interesting. Funny, funny story. Um, I had a intervention with balloons. So it was kind of... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I'm already just really curious to see where this goes. You gotta explain explain that. So, um, the girl was having, uh, her parents were divorcing. She was in college. And this is all scripted. None of this was real. Yeah. Um, And she was actually going to school for acting. So, that was really cool. Um, And so, she comes in and we're kind of going through, like, you know, the process of... um, how it's going to impact her and things like that. And anyways, the intervention ended up being um, basically like learning how to do deep breathing mm-hmm. to like get through your stress and your anxiety because that's what was happening with her. And so we, um, she couldn't blow the balloons. Oh. So that's that was what was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> I. So is it because she just couldn't, she couldn't or I wonder if it has something to do with. Because, like, uh, so real quick, I've had to go see somebody about anxiety. Yeah. And that's one of the things they focus on big time is breathing mm-hmm. and breathing techniques yeah. and deep breathing uh, to help calm yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it was just she was that, like, anxious that she couldn't do no, it. or she, she literally, she was like, I really don't know if I can blow this balloon up. But she, like, took it from me. And I was just like, oh, okay. She was like, but I'll give it a try. And she was being completely honest. She was like, I don't think I can blow balloons. She's like, wow. And so she's like stretching it out and she's trying so hard <laughs> to blow wow. this balloon and she could not blow it. And I was like, you know what? We'll just do something else. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try a different Wait, approach. so whose idea was it for the balloons? Was it yours? Mine, yeah. Uh, so like she doesn't. Were you I, like, well, shit. Yeah. No, I really was. And it's and being like, recorded what? of me. Like this is a live like, well, thing. Well, this isn't working. Yeah. Like there was oh, no redo. God. There was no redo. It was, re- it was being recorded, video oh, recorded. Yeah. Yeah. But the good thing is, apparently, you were able to flip it yes, and make it work. Yes. So that, that probably looked right. really good. Yeah, yes. So and that is like, I mean, but that's essential in therapy. Like, you know, because you might have work. this thing yeah. in your mind, like, this is what you I'm going to do with my client. And they turn it around on you real quick. And you're just like, all right, I got to run with this. I have to be where, where this client is. So we ended up doing something completely i can't remember exactly off the top of my head i still have the video oh, wow. yeah what i do i still have it okay um I see that yeah yeah i would <laughs> i'd like to see that yeah. it was hilarious i was like what do i do now what do i do now what yeah, do i do now and it's just move. like on the spot yeah because i had like i had it planned out and she doesn't she didn't know me the actor didn't actress didn't know me I didn't know her. She didn't know what I had planned. Wow. Like, so it was scripted for her, but not for me. Ooh. So it was kind of, yeah. So it was Well, that's probably, I guess that's maybe one of the points of it then. Yeah. Is to purposely put you in that situation Mm -hmm. to where you've got to think quick and and figure out another way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... Yeah, that's cool. That was I a like highlight. That. that is yeah. cool. Like that's. I kind of want to do that. I know, right? <laughs> like I, I love being challenged like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a highlighted class. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what's up. And then of course, Professor Poole. Um, we looked at um, basically it was we're putting in the whole DSM five, which is the book for mental disorders, um, and basically just learning about all the mental illnesses and um 
and the things like things like that. So, and really, he was the one that carried me through that class. Like he, just his presence was amazing. Um, which I actually have been thinking about reaching out to him lately. But um, so I would say those three classes were what yeah. stood out to me the that most. Sounds all. It sounds very yeah. helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. To like what you're going through at the absolutely yes. yeah. Cool. So yeah, let's move on mm-hmm. to that because that's that's what I'm very excited to talk about. Oh. Um, you have anything else? No, no. Yeah. As far cool. as that, I mean, yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's jump into the... So, how did you find the job, first of all? So, that's probably very helpful for people, people right. to know. And so, knowing people. Yeah. I okay. mean, um, okay. so, my supervisor actually um, was part of my first team in intensive in-home. Wow. Yeah. In the gap year between... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it was really interesting. So, I started... It was Carolina Outreach. This is where I did my, um, my intensive in-home job. That didn't come out right. Anyways, but. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't work there. None of that (laughs) came out the way I wanted it to, but whatever. We we got the gist. You You help people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but she ends up leaving after our, um, um, she kind of like supervised me during that that time too and so she ends up leaving afterwards and she went into the school system in chatham county which is where i'm from and um i ran into her at pittsburgh roadhouse Mm -hmm. shout out to pittsburgh roadhouse is where i work my that's my part-time job yeah been there for a long time too 500 years was i think it's coming up on like three years three is it only been three Really? I feel like you've oh, been working there for so much. Yeah, that was the that was the pizza place. Yeah, oh, okay. I worked there all My through college. Yeah, if you want to sponsor this podcast, uh, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Pittsburgh>. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh. <sighs> Pittsburgh <God>. Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty's deleted from this pot. Yeah, just scoop back so we don't have to see you anymore. <laughs> Shut up! I hate you. All right, so yeah, go ahead. You just no, mad because um, I called you out. Right. No, so I um I ran into her. Um, at the roadhouse and I was actually waiting on her table and so she was like so thank you what are you doing now and <laughs> what's so, does it smell good no I just like, out of that? nowhere I got like a smell and I was like man something smells really good chapstick. and then I like, was like god dang it smells good <laughs> my bad I'm sorry I didn't no, mean to that was hilarious it just it came out of nowhere and I was like where did that come from that smells good yeah got pockets dog right <laughs> kind of weird but I <laughs> my pockets dog no but um so she was like what are you up to and I was explaining to her you know I was um getting ready to graduate school and blah blah, blah. and yeah. so she was like oh my gosh a school social work position is opening up in Chatham County schools you should apply like you know and so she was a huge um mentor in that and like helping me get into that place and um she was part of the interview process um i feel like i remember you you going through this yeah Yeah, because i I remember you telling us about that yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's kind of cool to look back and see yeah i know right yeah yeah. (laughs) you know and what's crazy is that um my boss she was actually like a principal at one of the schools my sister went to and wow. so she like i wow. mean it's it's really interesting working with my um teachers and like now i'm a co-worker oh yeah so it's, it's, wait so yeah so you're a co-worker that, with teachers that you yes, actually had when you yes, were yes that's cool <laughs> that's crazy see because yes. i had some teachers at my school that i like i loved like they were super cool yeah. and right, i was yeah, like yeah. It, you know it'd be cool to work with them if but i didn't obviously so. mm-hmm. no it's just 
It was just really cool. Um, was, like it like, yeah. <laughs> was it weird at first? Was it weird at first? I mean, I know you'll probably get into it a little bit more, but was it weird at first, like when, like when you first started, and you saw those teachers? Uh, kind of. Because I mean, did they, first of all, did they recognize you? Yes, definitely. Really? Yes, okay. it is a small, like, well, it's a pretty big county. It's very stretched out. There's, I mean, but most of that is just land. Yeah. Um, but. In a sense, it's a very small county, so a lot of people... As far as people-wise. Yes, people-wise. So, they definitely recognized me, especially at my high school. Um, (laughs) Actually, I would say my elementary school slash middle school, because it was a K-8 through school. Yeah. There's more teachers still there that... I went to school with then really? at like my high school. Yeah, because wow. they like changed out a lot in high school. But okay. anyway, so like I kind of had that as um as a resource. I was just like, man, I, I know a lot of people, so like it won't be hard to connect and for yeah, people that's, to know me. I feel me. like that was definitely a, a, a yeah, benefit for you. Yeah, it was, it was really really cool being able to know a lot of those people. Yeah, so. yeah, it was awesome. So I did. I, um, I applied and I got the job. And at first, I was um, partnered with a school, another school social worker. And we did three schools. Mm-hmm. So I was going to Northwood, which is up in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, it's a high school, Jordan Matthews High School, and um, Chatham Middle. Okay. And Jordan Matthews and Chatham Middle, they're both in Salar City. So we kind of we split those, and then it ended up where it was just going to work out better if one worked at one school and the other one worked at yeah, the other two makes, schools yeah, so sense. but we were just trying they were just trying something different out like you know like let's let's see how this would work out yeah um but it did kind of get like it just got a little complicated you know just because we're both trying to work on the same things but also different and so yeah. it was just i don't know <clears throat> um but so end up um being at northwood full-time and i was there for like a, the the first semester i came in in september and um after new year's so it was around february i switched into another position Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. the behavioral support specialist position so it was a really quick switch well let's uh, let's back up a little bit okay so originally you were hired for what the school social work position Okay, mm-hmm. and then you got hired for the behavioral yes. part of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, but I, I loved the school social work position. Um, we, it was a lot of like truancy court, which is um, where um, students who are under the age of sixteen mm-hmm. are not like their attendance is really bad, and so um, we have to take them to court to help them well not them per se the parents oh okay yeah yeah and um we have to kind of that's where we can maybe provide more resources for them like how can we get you back how can we get you to get the kids to school or you know like like, what's what's up what's going on you know um so that was like the majority because northwood is humongous big school yes it's huge so we're actually building two more schools for the north side of My Chatham County God. because it's because there's so many in just yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my first. And then, of course, like, you know, um, I would do, I would meet with, you know, I would advocate for some of the students with, you know, principals and, you know, like, hey, this is, this is going on with them right now. Yeah, yeah. So I know 
they did X, Y, and Z, however, and not excusing it. And I need you to do <coughs> what you need to do as an administrator. Just want to give you like some info, like, you know, or sitting with them while they're yeah. talking to whoever. Um, the mediator kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I provided a lot of counseling too. You know, sometimes they just wanted to come in and talk. Just yeah, like yeah. in general. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. So I did that and that was fun. It was, I mean, Real quick, too, for for people who are listening that don't know, because I remember when you were doing this and you were telling me about it, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was incredibly interesting because you were talking about how you had to go to court. Yeah. And I was like, what for? And so basically what you were doing for people that don't know is for however many unexcused absences. Yes, yeah, yeah. Then the court can, I mean, the school system can actually take the parents Mm -hmm. to court for that. Yeah. And I didn't know that until she explained it to me. Yeah, Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I was actually just talking to uh, a couple of people at work about this the other day about how, um, actually, it was my girlfriend because her uh, kids are going to Guilford County Schools now. And there were, they were looking at certain like uh, charter schools, like Mm -hmm. the, not charter in the sense that when I was a kid, what we thought charter schools were, but. Uh, just not like a general public school. Right. right, right, right. And mm-hmm. it was like one of them you couldn't have more than it was like two or three unexcused absences. Oh, wow. And we got on the subject of like why like why that's so important. And then I was like, it made me think of when mm-hmm. you were telling me about that. And I was like, yeah, that shit's crazy. Like they can actually like take you to court for that. And I was yeah. like, it's yeah. a good thing I was over 16 when I was in high school because, yeah. or I, does the age matter? You said over age 16, does, right? Yeah. Okay. And it might have moved up. So, um, because my senior I year, I know I skipped like, I don't even know how many days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it moved up to, or it was supposed 18. to move up to 18. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to, because uh, you did hit on it a little bit, but yeah. I just, I, I thought that was a really interesting thing that there might be a lot of people out there listening that may not know that that's a thing. Yeah, so. it's, it's a huge thing. And I mean, we don't. Like we don't want to take parents yeah, support. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's oh, yeah, you're required. It's a lot of paperwork. Um, and <laughs> we, like we would prefer just have the kids come to school, you know. Yeah. But we also understand that there are times and there are things that happen in families, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that yeah. you can't control. And so before we take you, like, or before we put papers out, and you are. Um, subpoenaed to come to church. To ch- oh my gosh, to court. To church. About to take you to church. You, you know what I'm church. saying? Like, what's up? No. Um, it was. I was trying. I think I was trying to say truancy in court at the same time. I don't know. It didn't work out. But we would like to. Like, we make phone calls and we're yeah. reaching out. Yeah. And we're mailing letters and we're trying to like. And so, if there is something that's happening, we want to know so that we can help maybe excuse those. Taking a subpoena to them is not the first option. You're, you're trying not. to work yeah. with them. Yeah. And there's also like um, sometimes we can actually um, have transportation oh, well. for yeah. people for who, certain who families can't. Yeah. And, stuff. Um, and also like um, kids who are like 18 or older um, and they are not living with their family. We can actually like doesn't matter where they are and like if they are out of the county we can mm-hmm. we still have to provide transportation for them oh wow to come to our school yes so That's a crazy. lot of people don't know see some i of wonder the things. how that works too because I, like is that something because when they get registered for that year yeah senior year or whatever 
like if they don't i guess they would still put maybe their parents address so that way they could or whoever they were living with whatever family member so that way they could still be a part of that that's cool that district no or? i mean like if you are mckinney vento which that's what it is it's, it's um it's when you are considered homeless um and that can that is a that is a very um generalized statement you're yeah. not like you don't have not to necessarily be home, homeless right yeah. um but if like you can say like this is where i live and this is the this is the school that i want to attend oh wow yeah really yeah so like anywhere i mean it still has to be in the county i would assume well so there's sometimes where people live outside of the county and we can provide transportation for them that's interesting so i wonder why i mean and i may be like switching some things up because i haven't read it in a really long time yeah you're good i know that there's like if you just go on um your county's policies for school your county schools policy board and you look at it there is a um, segment for mckinney vento and all that the school is required for you why is it called mckinney vento what's that is that, is that was that maybe a, a, the original person i think that, it might have been like for the like if it was brought into court or something like that that's what they called it i don't hmm. i don't know what mckinney vento is a famous homeless i'm curious i want to famous homeless really okay no i'm just i'm curious because it's, it's kind of like laws like when you know or, or uh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like when things happen in court and they're like, you know, for the case of so-and-so, yeah, you know, yeah. because mm-hmm. it was somebody who actually, that's what caused it to be able yeah. to. Right, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. So I'm wondering if, if maybe that was the person that made it that way. Sorry. Yeah. It just was No, it's I a good curious. question. I, I'm no, awful I at, at asking these, those types of questions. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you originally were hired to do, though. Mm-hmm. And then, so now tell us about the switch Behavioral to. Behavioral support specialist. Yeah, so that was a really fun interview. Um because it was the same people that interviewed me for the first job. Oh, yeah. so, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Walk in there. So pants. it's like, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> what's your break for lunch today? Yeah, I know, right? We're like, really? I'm here. Like, why are we here? That's actually quite interesting. So there was nobody else that was a part of that interview. Oh, it was the well. I will say the EC director. Oh. She. Which is. Oh, so exceptional children. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she was the only other person who was not a part of my first interview. Okay. However, so she had met me before. While you had been yeah, working there. And yeah. I didn't realize that she was the director. Ooh. And Ooh. yeah, so that was very interesting. I'm Ooh. glad I, was, I have my A game on. So, you know yeah. Yeah. Right. I was you testing gotta, you out a little right, bit. Right. I know. It's making those connections and keeping yes. them good. Yes. But um, so she, and she really liked me. So she was like, yeah, let's interview her. Let's get yeah. her in here. And it's just, you know, it's a legal process. They have to interview everybody, even in-house. Um, so that was, it was just an interesting interview. It was fun. Um, and yeah, so behavioral support specialist, um, there's a lot that goes into it. This year's going to be a little different. So I'm kind of interested to see how that goes. But um, we are referred from our the schools refer students to us um, that they consider um, high risk mm-hmm. um, and not high risk. And I mean, it can be considered like suicidal high risk. It can consider it can be considered. Um, but this is more so like behavioral within the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we get a student that's um, referred to us, we go into the classrooms. We kind of just, hey, I'm so-and-so. We don't really want to draw a lot of attention to us because 
and side note interesting is the student that you're observing will somehow automatically know that you were there for them wow it is the craziest thing well i mean i feel like if if they're having to me i feel like that kind of makes sense though because if they're already having some sort of issues, a lot of it is going to be uh, probably tied to insecurities or thinking that, you know, somebody's there for them anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... So when they see somebody walk in that it's a little not normal, they probably immediately think that right. I, this person could be here for me. It does make sense. I just find it so <clears throat> Like cool. crazy. That yeah, yeah. Like, because like, I go in there and I'm not making any, like, I'm not looking at that student I'm sitting in the corner. I have my computer out. I'm typing up notes of seeing, like, you know, what I'm seeing, what could possibly be a trigger. Like, you know, we're writing down literally every conversation that they're having with that child, what that child is doing at that time during, like, a certain task or something like that. You know, so we're trying to find what is their trigger, what is causing them to have an outburst in the classroom, um, could it be something that the teacher just hasn't seen, which is hard for them to see because they are taking care of yeah. like 20 kids. So it's very understandable, but that's why they have someone come in to do that observation. So you come in on like just a regular, like as though they're mm-hmm. doing one of their regular classes, regular yep. day, you just, you just pop mm-hmm. in. and then you just kind of sit in the back or whatever yep. and, and take notes and mm-hmm. you're actually there to observe a certain child or, yes. or a certain kid yeah. that's in there. And and I would also say um, the teacher as well. Like I'm, I'm there to observe. Like to make sure that it's not. Oh, yeah. yeah, I need okay. like you, we yeah. want to see the whole classroom. So um, it's kind of like it's interesting. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it's kind of like family therapy. Like yeah. if you look at it, there's no real one patient in family therapy. Yeah, it's, it's everyone. It's everyone. So well, it's kind of like going into that. So it's like I need to observe mainly the child like what is he doing what's what task is causing this or um is a student doing this or you know or what did the teacher say um that may have caused him to react because if it's something like that if it's that simple like we can we can fix that really i don't know if either one of you know this but are there laws against and, and maybe schools do have them but are there laws against having cameras in classrooms yes there is okay yes because my only my only issue with like i'm some sort of you know expert in this field but my only issue with stuff like that uh because i mean that happens in the workforce too Mm -hmm. you know like they'll do that for adults and stuff is that it automatically is going to well consciously or subconsciously make that person change the way they might regularly do something with a camera so especially if it's something to do with the teacher yeah right they're going to be putting on their you know best whatever doesn't last long what do you mean so like i've had that experience where like um the student may or the teacher may think or more so the student like and he's kind of on his best behavior sometimes they want to show off so they'll be on their worst behavior um but if they are on their best behavior normally it doesn't take but like a couple of days for the go back for me oh so you do it for more than one day okay all right we have to do it so i thought it was just for like a day or two days tops but because there are times where i'm just like he was a perfect child today and they're like oh no okay that makes more sense then yeah if you do it for for an extended period of time you know like a week or something like that yeah okay that that makes a lot more sense yeah because we have to draw up so it's called an fba which is a functional behavioral assessment um and what that does is it um kind of just lays it out on paper um when when does this kid do whatever 
um, like is it at this point during class or is it more so during this point in class? Is it more in recess? Is it more peer or is it more like teacher based? And so we just kind of lay it out on paper. We have a meeting and we're able to tell them like this is what we have seen. This is what causes them to trigger. Um, is it to gain attention or to escape attention? Is it to avoid task versus you know gaining to be yeah. able to do something else? Mm-hmm. Um, so it just puts it kind of just out there for everyone to see. Um, and then from that assessment, we draw up a BIP, which is a behavioral intervention plan. Wow. Okay. And so okay. that is where we'll like we put up a hypothesis. Um, you know, we feel that this student um, behaves in these manners due to whatever. Yeah. And so if we are to change this, then his behavior will change. Cre- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's probably like my hardest part. I'm like, oh, God, this is man. <laughs> <laughs> See that? I, that would be my favorite part. Because yeah, exactly. yeah, like yeah, yeah, I like yeah. investigative type yeah. shit where it's like, type. let me figure out what the hell is right. wrong. I, for me, I think it's just like putting it in words. I'm like, I know what I want to say. I just don't know. It's just hard it. to yeah. 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 get it in um, paper. Quick right. question. Um, <laughs> have you ever had any instances that, like, how long does it usually last, roughly? Is it a week or? For which part? For whenever you're going in to do your initial uh, analysis or whatever. I would say. Like the in-person. You want it to be about a week. Have you ever had an instance to where, let's say it's a behavioral issue that's like they acting out like rage real bad or something. To where like within (laughs) the first or second day, like you had to Mm -hmm. step in or you had to do something. Yeah. Um, So what was, sorry, what was the question to that? Like, has there ever been, because you're in there for like that whole time, like let's say that you, you go in there with the plan that, okay, you're going to do your normal four or five days, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, to assess everything. Mm-hmm. Like if it gets to like a second or third day and this child is just like yeah, r- really raging and anger and, you know, fighting or something like that to where mm-hmm. it's, you know, obviously it's disruptive enough that they've got to be pulled out of the class. Right. Or something like that. That uh, do you still carry out that four days, or is at that yes. point is it just like really okay, we need to try to take care of this right now? Get them out. Yeah. There. Um. So <clears throat> definitely for that day, that particular day, um, it's basically called a crisis intervention. Mm. Um. So we see that they are in crisis, so we have to step in. A lot of times there there are gonna be times where we observe and we do not do anything. Yeah. See, that's kind of what I was going with. So yeah. like, does it get bad enough to where you have to step yes, in? Yes. There have been times, or like where. Um, we tell them we're just here to observe, but say um, administration or, you know, and staff kind of, they share with us, like, these are our concerns. And if it gets to this point, we would like you to help us and yeah. step in. And so, of course, we do. Um, but, yeah, that has definitely happened. And then um, depending on how bad or, like, you know, how, um, like, so the intensity and also um the time expanded of oh my gosh whatever but like so sometimes they can be suspended and so i might not see them for the next couple of days so then i would have to start back over on the next week um with the the same kid yeah 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 yeah. interesting go ahead i'm sorry no no no. there's i have sort of a follow-up question to that so if they get suspended and because to me i feel like this is kind of what you're there for Mm -hmm. um 
Obviously, the kid's got issues that are underlying, could go back to home and it's really bad there. Uh, something to that sort. If they if they get suspended, like, is there any part of within that, I guess, crisis intervention mm-hmm. where you recognize, okay, there's some serious issues with this child. I don't want to suspend them because that's not, it, you know, it may not necessarily be their fault that they're acting out because depending right. on their age and, you know, again, a lot of stuff that could be going on at home that could be, you know, the severity of it, you don't know necessarily. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, does that happen? Like, is there ever a time where you might recommend to the principal or whoever and say, look, I don't think the road is, it's not going to do any good to suspend the kid. It's just going to make it worse. Yeah. So, um, and that's an interesting little uh, thing that happened this past year. We got into it. um, But we cannot, as a behavioral specialist, suggest not suspending a kid versus suspending a kid. Mm. Um, now we can definitely provide psychoeducation on what we are experiencing, what we think is probably happening. Um, and also, you know, an assessment like you realize he wants to go home. Yeah. yeah. And so well, yeah, because a lot of it is probably acting out. Right. Just, yeah, you know, so typical, he's, on purpose, you know, right. Yeah. And so we can say those things. And and um, unless they're asking for our advice, we like we cannot. Um, so why can't you? Is it, a, is it a law thing or is it just a. Well, it, no. So it's because we are not um, at the end of the day. Administration is the one that makes those decisions. Okay. And so um, we just come into the schools and help those particular students. So it's kind of like a third party. Kind yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Even oh, though I, we're, it's, we're it's working in the system, um, in the school system, and we are a part <coughs> of a, some schools like very heavily, um, at the end of the day, it is administration's choice and it's their decision. Um, we can just give them some thoughts and yeah. some feedback. Um, but it's also not recommended that we say, I don't think that you should suspend that kid. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't think that it would be your place to after the decision has been made. Mm-hmm. Because right. that, that the principal's already made the decision. They have that final say so. Yeah. Like, I, whether you feel that way or not, I, I do agree that I don't think that would be the time to. Right. But I think in that assessment beforehand, I feel like, because to me, from the way it sounds like, like you're there to try to help these kids Mm -hmm. and you know and i could be wrong and i hope i am but i feel like there probably are a lot of principals that maybe they're just fed up and they're just like you know what like screw it i'm just gonna suspend them yeah yeah Yeah. and instead of it being like you know maybe the answer is to not necessarily suspend them like maybe i need to you know and i understand especially in the uh, educational system that resources as far as being able to you know do special things for certain kids probably aren't always there Mm -hmm. in certain schools but i feel like it's kind of i feel like y'all should more specifically you and and the people in your position more than anybody else should have that say so to be able to suggest that to the principal before they make that decision right i mean i mean that's you know again that's just my opinion you know but you, you went to school and learned like ways to deal with this mm-hmm. and what would probably be in your professional opinion the best way to go about it yeah and but i will say um do i don't believe that suspension is um the number one answer and i also feel like 
with without sounding like really harsh, but I, I do feel like suspension has just become like a easy See. method. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's like an easy out. Um, it's yeah. like a however, well, we'll just suspend them. However, suspension can also is not necessarily. It's not necessarily for the discipline of the child, as it is to let's give the staff a break. Yeah. So there, because there are times where our staff, we, you know, we have to deal with it. So like so many days and say like, at first it's, it's happening every single day. And we know like, we know like suspension isn't probably the best answer. However, it's going on for seven days. And when my teachers and I need my teachers to feel supported, um, I need them to know that I'm here for them. I'm hearing them. I'm hearing what's happening. And also, I want to give them a break well, for a couple of days. That's kind of where I was going with the whole resources part of it. Because as I was saying it, I was thinking that it, it wouldn't be fair to the rest of the kids in that class or the teacher right. to put that kid back in there. Mm-hmm. Because it's then you're messing with their you know uh, education and, and their learning process yeah. for the kids and then also the teacher. But... And just to be sure, when we're talking about suspension, we're talking about in and out of school. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, and because I feel like in school suspension sometimes is. I'm okay with that. It's one. better. I'm. I am yeah. more. A lot more okay with in school suspension yes. as opposed to to out of school suspension. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, I mean, especially for me, if I was a kid, I don't think I ever had an out of school suspension. But if I did, I was probably stoked about it. You know, right. outside of the whatever I was going to have to get from my parents. Right. You know, but I don't know. I just, I feel like that in our educational systems, sometimes that we, uh, and, and of course, you know, like you said, they have their bad days and they can only take it for so long. Yeah. But I feel like maybe something needs to be put into place within schools to handle these types of situations better so that way it's not the first answer to just automatically suspend yeah. a kid. Yes, yeah, yeah. I agree Because with you. you're, uh, to me, if, if it's a kid who is going through some uh, emotional things and, you know, things bigger than just wanting to act out, mm-hmm. you know, whatever could be going on at home, how it's affecting them, whether it be anxiety, depression, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just saying, okay, well, we're just going to suspend them. To me, you're only making that worse than making right. it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, speaking of providing some other interventions in the school without like going straight into suspension, um, this year we are trying to incorporate, it's called restorative, um, practice. Mm -hmm. It's a restorative circle. Um, and so what that does is, um, it doesn't automatically say like you can't, you're not going to be suspended if we do this circle. However, um, it will hopefully decrease the suspensions that happen um, because we can put that also in place. Um, so what that does is... So now do y'all, y'all do this we as can. far as your position? We definitely we can. can. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can help implement it. We can help model it. Um, and if a, say a school is maybe low on staff and they need someone to come in and do that, um, just we, I mean, we are support staff. Yeah. So... Um, if that's something that we need to come in and do, it can be with staff members. So, um, 
just kind of having that staff rapport. Mm -hmm. um, so they're working more as a team. It can be that, it can be in the classrooms. So you're creating a positive environment in the classroom with mm -hmm. your students, mm -hmm. um, which is very important. And also just student to teacher rapport as well. Um, and it can also be in place of, so say something, a student does something um, to another student. We can provide a circle where we have both the students there, we have supportive staff there, um, maybe even the social worker or a counselor is there, and we discuss the issue in a calm way. Um, we figure out a resolution and we can have more than one circle if it takes more than one circle. Yeah. Um, and then also like groups. So we're trying to, to do some like more group work with um, especially our um, high schoolers. Um, I don't think that they are used to things like that. So it's going to take a little more time for them to warm up to the fact of having circles because circles sound so childish but it's actually very beneficial. Yeah. Um, and just like as an adult who has done the training and has experienced it, like you get so much out of it and you feel so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but it's really just kind of warming them up to the fact like, you know, I know this doesn't, this seems childish and you're grown. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. but grown. you know, <laughs> right. You grown. Um, but this is important and let's just try it out. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, we're trying to implement those types of things in position. So is that just for the Chatham County schools? Or um, I th like, are there, do you know if there's other counties that there have already been doing There are other counties. I can't name them, but there are other counties that have put this in practice and they've shown really good statistics okay. for it working. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, so I, that makes me feel a lot better to know that people are actually putting other things out there to try before suspension and yeah. stuff like that is the yeah. first yeah. thing. And it's also for like um, students who have been suspended for like long-term suspensions or um, who've been suspended for say like a week or two weeks. You can also provide these circles to yeah. them coming back into the school. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is going to be your teacher who you're going to go to. This is your check-in point. This, you know, like, and what else can we provide for you so that you feel supported like when you that. come back into wow. the school? Really nice. I feel like that's so important, especially at the high school level. Like, yeah. When you start becoming, and school is so important to me in this because it, it really can determine the kind of person that you're going to be in society or anything else. Because, you know, bullying's always been a problem. Oh, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, just all of the, especially just a social atmosphere to whether, to where you have to care so much about, you know, what you wear or what you don't wear or what you look like or what you don't look like. Mm -hmm. That I think it's incredibly important for the school systems, especially, to have things to be able to help them deal with these types of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, because, I mean, it, that's in my opinion i mean obviously there are still you know kids that, that have some serious stuff going on at home that a lot of times you don't ever know but a lot of it is stuff that happens in the school you know while they're at school that makes them this way mm -hmm. and yeah. so i think it's important that they do that like one of the things that i thought was really cool too is uh, especially like deaths of uh peers and students yes uh when i was in high school uh we we had a couple people that passed away uh, from a car wreck and they had uh, basically opened up the library to like this one big kind of, you know, come in and we can talk and, and you know, we can kind of help you yeah. try to deal with this. And, yeah. you know, if you're feeling a certain way, you know, whether you knew this person or whether you didn't know this person or um, 
and I went to it uh, because I I worked at Hams at the time, and so I guess it was my senior year, and uh, they had came to Hams to eat. It was a bunch of them, and then they when they left there, they went to pick up two other people, and then. Uh, after they left that place it was like all within i think like an hour or so but it wasn't long after i saw them and i didn't hear about it until like three o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. that's crazy and it was just it was weird for me like especially because uh i don't you know not to try to you know make it seem like all about me because there was there were people are people that were a lot closer to them than i was um but I, got, I felt like a super guilt at, like, why did I have to be one of the last people that they, that they got did. to see them? Yeah, you know, so, like, yeah. why couldn't it have been their parents? Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. So, like, I actually went in there, and it was incredibly helpful. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was cool to be in there with my peers who are feeling whatever type of way. Right. In a moment like that to make me feel better. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. and help me get through mm-hmm. the day. So I think having, you know, call it whatever the hell you want to call it, a circle or whatever else. But yeah. the fact that, that, you know, schools are taking the, the steps to, to put forth these kind of programs and things mm-hmm. to be able to help help kids makes me feel a whole lot better. Yeah. That's badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so question, like, you're going to your schools to, you know, help out these kids and stuff. Are there social workers there? Yes. So are you, how do y'all working together? How does that look? We can. Um, so the school social work position is more like basic needs. Okay. So um, they don't, I, I know I hit on just a little bit of what I did, but there's also like, um, like food bags yeah, um, yeah, 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 and things yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that we provide to um, students who need that extra support with basic needs or like clothing and things like that. Supplies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they do that and they also, they're very um, heavy on like in the community. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that is what helps. Like that's kind of what helps us. Like we, we run a little parallel yeah, um, yeah. with each other because hopefully the social worker also knows the kid that I'm working with. That's what I want to get um, to. Yep. That. Yeah. And we also want the counselor to do the same. So, right. Yeah. right. So it's like we are all, all kind of like run in parallel, but we intertwine like when it comes to what interventions are being placed. Um, hey, we have this resource. Mm-hmm. You can talk with the school social worker about it. They'll know way more. Um, or they can provide whatever for you. Right, right. Um, or And I've actually called a social worker and I've been like, hey, can you do a house check for me? Oh, well, yeah. Because um, we've heard that, you know, this student isn't living at the residence that they say they are or that their residence is kind of being like at the point of run down, like not healthy for them to live there. You just do like a house check for us. And um, so we like to kind of do it that way. And we've also had social workers sit in our meetings to be um, advocates for the parents. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so like, because sometimes the parents don't know what types of questions to ask and, we won't like we try to give them that that time to like process it and to um do you have any questions are you confused about anything and sometimes they're just like oh no i'm good i'm good i'm good but they don't like you know they don't know and, yeah but it's okay to admit like i have no idea well, what you're and talking I, about. I think that part's cool too is because i think it works in two ways is that a lot of times like like let's you know not to get dark about it but like when we bring up like school shootings and stuff Mm -hmm. like you know you see some of these parents and they're like you know 
I felt like my kid was a good child, you know, like they didn't act out at home. They didn't do all this, you know, but it can also work the other way too, which kind of leads a little to my next question. Um, that a lot of times maybe the school is the outlet for the kid because there could be yes. some pretty bad things going on at mm-hmm. home, like yeah, yeah. being beat or right. worse. And all mm-hmm. that. So if if you find out something like that or if you're, you know, thinking that for whatever reason there could be something going on, is is that when you would call the social worker to say, Hey, I want you to go by mm-hmm. and then that's their job to just kind of see Yeah. Okay. Um so, like, especially like, if it's not a student maybe that I'm working with, because yeah. if it's a student that I'm working with, I can probably talk to them. And if I feel I can probably make that call. So, yeah. if I need to call DSS, then I will. Um, okay, but, so you, yeah, so yeah. in your position, so I can you still can do that. still yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, Perfect. because at the end of the day, my my degree and my title is school social work. Still, so, yeah, okay. So, um, and so I am, I'm bound you know by law like i have to make those reports if i see fit um so but there are sometimes where i may be like hey um i need to call you in can can we do a risk assessment together for this child because there always needs to be two people for a risk assessment and so we'll do that or um we'll just say hey i just left this child i'm feeling a little iffy about it Mm -hmm. can you check in with them just to see how you feel and let's talk about it um later today or something like that you know or do you feel like we'll need to do a risk assessment or do you feel like we need to do a house visit or you know whatever the case may be um so now when when you do a risk assessment is it i mean obviously risk to themselves risk to other people Mm -hmm. you know or if they're at risk yes from home something like that mm-hmm. yeah that's good wow that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah. I, I did it's, some that's that's amazing that we have that in, in our place. school systems yeah, yeah. i wonder if it's in different county i'm guessing i'm guessing I'm sure it probably yeah, would be it i mean i would not a knock on chatham county yeah. at all but i feel like <laughs> that guilford county i would assume is is probably bigger with a lot yes. more people oh yeah mm-hmm. that's so i would true. imagine that they probably have something in have place. some things maybe yes. even before they yeah. do yeah. i would assume yeah i could be wrong in that yeah. but i mean there's probably more money flow throughout gifford county than there is through chatham because yeah. there's more people and, and it's yeah, a, a yeah. bigger probably. place yeah, so yeah. but i mean you know and sometimes things do fly under the radar oh, and yeah. It, oh yeah i mean it's gonna happen and i so. i couldn't imagine i that's why it would be so hard for me to do a position like that because right. if there i feel like if there was ever a time where there was something that went under the radar or that, and I assume this is what you were getting ready to talk about as far as under the radar, but if there was something going on and you didn't catch it or mm-hmm. something and it got worse or yeah. something like that, or like that would be really hard the, for me. The student just knows how to answer questions. Yeah. Like I could be I mean, smart that and just knows, yeah, absolutely. It's not a different risk assessment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still the same. It is. And so they can get to that place where they're just done and they can, they can make so it. So, do you feel like there should be separate risk assessments? Possibly, yeah. I mean, it's because I mean, I just from what you're telling me, I mean, I feel like it would be a good a good idea. Yeah, the thing is, is that when you do a risk assessment, um, regardless of how you word it, it's, you're still asking the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, because I'm sure it's probably just like a generalized type thing for you you don't obviously or maybe you might have an idea of what the risk might be right 
but you don't know until you're actually asking these questions. So I imagine it would probably have to be the same. So that yeah. way, then you can figure out. Yeah, it's just trying to rate it. Kind of, like yeah. we're just trying to rate like how serious are you? Do you have a plan yeah. um, or an, an intent? Um, or is it one or the other? Like, you know, are you having thoughts of it, but no plan, you know? So it's, it's looking at that. And I mean, we have, we have, um, I know that I'm really careful about that. Like if, um, if I feel like it needs to be reported, you know, or like we need to call the parents or something, like I'm going to do it. Um, I don't try to, I don't, I'm not like kind of saying, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just see, like, we'll just, you know, wait it out or whatever. Yeah. No, like, I'm kind of like, let's call the parents. How, let's just do it. How like, much you know, time is spent with, with the kid before the risk assessment is done? Um, Does it like, do you go through the process of coming and sitting in class first and then whatever else? No, or? so normally, like, when it happens, they'll be like, so, so-and-so said, um, I'm going to, um, I want to kill myself. Girl. Um, that's kind of what you'll normally hear. Yeah. Risk, yeah. yeah um, we're just like, oh, like that's that's not good. Let's kind of pull him out. So we'll take him out of the class very casually. We don't make it a big deal, um, and we'll take him into the counselor's room or something. And so yeah, he's yeah. he's got something to play with. You know, it's it's dim, like you know, it's calming. And then we'll come in there and we'll just be like, hey, so um, can you? do you remember what you said and you know we'll have them kind of tell us what they said and then we have questions after that that's like you know do you have a plan do you have an intent what would you do if you wanted to kill yourself you know so we're rating like how like in their mind did they say i just want to kill myself like or like they're really thinking like i'm gonna kill myself this is how i'm gonna do it and from there we can say um that we just need to make parent contact or we need to make parent contact and they need to go to the hospital um, and get an assessment there. Or do we need to involuntarily commit them? And so, and that's when we would call and they would go to the hospital. So as far as in, in the risk assessment, the, the types of questions, like on average, how long would you say like a risk assessment would take? It could, it could take probably up to 30 minutes. Little, okay. sometimes okay. more okay. sometimes less it depends on how much information that student is going to give is us willing to give and is it are, are the questions about. more like thought processing type questions or are they more geared to like just yes no type questions um or is it like a mixture of both maybe i would say there's a mixture there's more yes and no's um but then there are some that are just like so what did you mean by when you said because yeah. i feel like those to try to get away from the the ones that are just trying to be really smart, you have to have some smart questions to make them think. Yeah, and that's probably where. Which is why I don't necessarily like just yes and no questions. Yeah. Right, and I agree with you. So I mean, that's where it'd probably be something that we can revamp sometime in the future, yeah. where it's like you know, let's let's think about like the ones that kind of already know these questions and how yeah. to answer them. Like, Absolutely. what can we do to? Yeah, because I mean, I feel like. I, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm no expert on any of these uh, issues that we're talking about, but I feel like, you know, and maybe not so much at the younger level like that, uh, but a lot of people that have committed suicide or taken their own life, like they don't, everybody's always like, I never would have guessed, you know, I, yeah, I never knew, right? you know, like they were always so fine whenever I was around them. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like those are the types of people that they're going to answer more yes, no, and not tell you because a lot of them don't want to burden you you know don't want to you know well at that point they're ready 
Oh yeah, I mean so, it's it's just a matter of yeah, actually you know doing just doing going it. forth um, with it or or not. But. Because I mean, students will tell you they're just like I'm I'm really thinking about this, you know, like I, um, and so they'll tell you straight up. But honestly, a person that is just ready and done, and they're gonna they're just gonna do it regardless. That's where you see the hidden notes you know like the goodbye notes or like they're you'll start noticing like they'll they'll be giving things away yeah. um and they're just kind of like making peace and saying bye to everybody without letting them know because mm-hmm. they don't want to tell you anymore yeah. like they're they're ready yeah. and you know um so it's I and mean, it's a tough stuff. it's it's hard you yeah. know yeah i mean it's just to share a little bit about me when i was younger um I went through uh, sort of an issue like that and nobody knew at the time just because I didn't tell anybody. And, you know, when you're younger, especially in high school, you know, you think that the little problems that you have or go through are like the the most soul crushing world ending type things, you know, and uh, and that's how I felt. And I mean, I, I, you know, I won't get into specifics, but. You know, there was a couple of times where it came pretty close, but I nobody ever knew, yeah. and I never told anybody. Yeah, that's why. And I because I, how I personally felt was, I already felt like I was the cause of a lot of the issues, mm-hmm. and it was my fault, and I didn't want to make matters worse. Right. You know, so to me, it was like, well, maybe it would just be better off if I wasn't here. Yeah. No, I, you know, right. Yeah. And so that's why I think that because I, at that point in time, I mean, at that age, I mean, if somebody would have asked me and I sat there and talked with them, I mean, I would have just told them what they wanted to hear, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. not what, the, or, you know, what I, what I thought they would have wanted to hear, yeah. you yeah. know, like the yes, no, like, no, I've never, you know, I'm fine. You never thought about that. You know, no, whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And most of my friends and family probably would have never guessed and did never guess. Right. Yeah. You know, Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and, and I don't think there's, no matter how many programs, I mean, you can always do things to try to help, but there's, I, I don't know if there's ever going to be something that for sure is going to be able to, you know, j- just tell you for sure that somebody's going through something like that. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, it's very hard. And that's why it's so important for me um, that staff and students have good rapport with each other yeah. like for me 100%. rapport is like the biggest thing um yeah, that comfortability and yeah and just feeling like they can come you can and talk tell to me you. Yeah. like yeah you know and knowing that i'm gonna do the right thing yeah with that information whatever it is and um the confidentiality piece you know mm-hmm. like i won't say anything that's not gonna cause harm to you or yeah. to others and um so i mean it's just it's just so important like you know when i was in high school there were things that happened to me in high school that like, I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like I didn't tell my mom yeah, because I didn't want to, oh, yeah, I didn't want to burden her. Like, and exactly, we were going yeah. through and we were going through our issues and yeah, it was just like, exactly. you know, I can't tell her, but I had certain teachers that I could confront or like, you know, or go to and be like, Hey, like this is happening or just be able to sit in their room during lunch because I didn't want to sit in the cafeteria, you know, by myself or I had that anxiety of, you know, like who am I going to sit with in the cafeteria? And, but just being able to go to their classroom and just, and just talk crap, you know, just Mm -hmm. like, and to me that was so important and that's kind of what got me through school. And so the thing is, is like when 
I got into this position and wanting to work in the school system, um, I didn't even like realize like there was this type of support, right? So it's so important that we make ourselves known. So like, even if it's not a child that I'm working with, it's just somebody walking down the hallway. Hey, how are you doing? Can I help you with anything? Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. Oh, who are you? Oh, I'm a behavioral specialist. I work for the school system. So just like, just being not like, hey, I'm here, yeah, you know, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah that that I think so is important. huge because I, I honestly, until you were telling me about it mm-hmm. and what you were doing uh, whenever you started doing this, uh, if I had one in high school, I don't know that I had one. Yeah. Like I, if well, I had access, if I had access to it, you know, like I knew I had counselors, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, those counselors were more just like to help As me prepare academic, to go to college. And in, in, in high school, counselors are totally academic. And depending on how yep. big your school is and how many schools that the social worker has to support, it is hard to see them on a regular basis. Yeah. So that is, you know, that's something that we've also looked into as well. Like, you know, we have to still make our presence known, but know that like there is a schedule. So there's going to be times where I'm not going to be there. Yeah. And I just hope that it is not a time you have a breakdown. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, yeah. um, but guess what? If it is, the school has my number. So yeah. call me, you awesome. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. See, like, I think that it, you know, and again, kind of talking back to when I was having, you know, those whatever. Uh, even if I, I, I don't feel like I ever had, I had a couple of teachers who were really cool that mm-hmm. like, you know, even when I was not necessarily acting out, I mean, my acting out was just being funny and acting stupid in class, but um, my teachers were still really cool with me. Like they would be like kind of your friend but not really like they really that i had some that really cared that wanted you to succeed Mm -hmm. you know whereas to others i feel like you're just another number or something yeah but like i never i think that's cool like that you want to make that rapport with students because that's got to make them to me it would make anybody feel good like as far as even if you're going through i can tell you it would have made me feel a little bit better yeah i mean it, it definitely would have but I didn't like I didn't know and I didn't like I don't even I didn't know that it was a thing so that's why I, to me I think I I really enjoy this this interview podcast so yeah, much because yeah, yeah. it's one thing something that I feel like personally is not talked about that much yeah, exactly. and how incredibly important it is yeah. yeah so it's 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 awesome it's it's badass yeah, yeah. you're doing wonderful things Thanks. that's why that's why one of you you know I thought about you know who to interview next and i was like yo claudia like that like <laughs> yeah. that's something that a lot of people well, I, mean, I think inevitably you know claudia would have yeah, been on the show anyways but like yeah. that's a job that no, I, I don't have other friends who do that and i think that's a very overlooked position you know because people well, who it's just, just it's not i don't think it's that known honestly that's what I'm i saying. really it's a, don't it's an overlooked like, position. It's, like yeah yeah and i think it's very important for people to be like oh crap i didn't know that was even a thing yeah you know that would have helped a lot of kids back in the day exactly you know so yeah. that's really awesome like i said i mean like i didn't I didn't realize that like there was a social worker in my building y'all i kid you not i work with a well he was a behavioral support specialist but then he moved to a school social work position um this past year but i was going through my elementary yearbook oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i mean his face just like passed by me, like back then right yeah, like I, yeah and i was like flipping through and i see him and i was like oh <gasps> 
Oh my gosh, he worked in my school, and now I'm working beside him. And yeah. I just, I, I don't know. To me, that's just like really cool. And but yeah, like I mean, there's just, I, I would just say like being working in the school system, and for anybody that is working in the school system, um, continue to do a good job, and you know, but continue to reach out and make that rapport with your with your students. Not saying yeah. that you're not, it's important, yeah. but it's just and check in with yourself. Like I mean, because um, I think that's where sometimes lines get drawn, um, and you're done, and you don't want like any more to do with a with a kid. You know, continue to check in with yourself and make that self care, well, and you know. And just see where your level is and, and rejuvenate, recharge, get back into it, refresh yourself. And honestly, it could be that you don't have that rapport with that student. So step in, step aside to him and hang out with him for a little yeah. bit. Kind of learn his story like yeah. um, and figure out where he's coming from and why you guys can't communicate properly. Like yeah. maybe that's just how he was raised. And he's yeah. raised, you know, like um, there's one school that you know most of the kids there they do not call teachers by their last names oh, it wow. is, yeah it is by ma'am or like oh, miss yeah, yeah. or something like that and there's a lot of people that would be like oh no 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 like you're gonna call me miss sanders or miss so-and-so yeah. but they're just like excuse me miss and so to me i'm just like well that's just how they were raised like they're not yeah. being in any disrespect to you yeah. at all but they call everybody miss and so like is that really something to be worried about yeah. versus like well, the bigger things? You know, to me, I feel like as far as the the people in the educational system, it starts with the teachers that are in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And first and foremost, and I assume just like probably for your position or any educational position is that they're underpaid big time. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the oh, amount yeah. of stress that they have to go through. I mean, with stuff like this, I mean, thankfully, they can call you. Or get in touch with you know whatever administrator to have you come in to hopefully help out with if they have a you know a disruptive student or mm -hmm. whatever in the class. But I mean, just think about it. Like having to, because I mean, at one point in time, I thought that like I'd love to be a teacher. Yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I can't put up with this. Like, there's no <laughs> way I could. Like, I don't have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my patience used to be a lot better back in the day, but it you know not that good. Yeah. It's yeah. But I mean, I think that it it starts with that and just letting teachers know that we actually do care and give a damn because the, i mean they're molding your children in life, yeah. the future i mean and unfortunately their, yes there are parents out there that don't give a damn you know yeah they don't give a damn what kind of education their children's getting but yeah and that's like, unfortunate sometimes I, I guess like i say it to other staff members but i'm also like repeating it to myself because i you know sometimes i have to remind myself school is a safe place for a lot of kids yeah. yep. and you know our main priority as a school yes there's education we need to do the academics totally understand that um but let's how how can we teach them yeah, academics but i was going to say so school should be a safe place be, yeah, yes absolutely. i think so, for a lot of kids it is but for like i said earlier i think for a lot of kids it's also not yeah but what i'm saying is like you know um it's like academics is so pushed and it's just test-driven, and it's data-driven. Yep. I was and just having this conversation yeah. with Heather the other day. Yeah. Is yeah. that... Right. So they were looking into charter schools, mm -hmm. and one of the schools, it was like, oh, they're ranked like third in the state for, you know, whatever, as far as being a good school. And I was like, 
But here's the problem. How do they support mental health? Years years ago, (laughs) years ago, I remember, and I think it started big time whenever I was in school, the whole no kid left behind thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, after that, it was like it became a, I feel like every child became more a statistic Mm -hmm. than they did an individual. And it was like, we, to me, if, if a kid is having literally a learning disability to where they can't keep up, do they need to be, if, if they're in fifth grade yes, and they're reading and everything else is at a fourth or a third grade level, do we still need to move them on to sixth grade just because you don't want it to look bad on your school? Right. Like that to me is, I, f- I feel like, and I don't take this personally, and I, I don't think that you will, but I feel like our, our educational system fails in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I feel like it's because our government fails in a lot of ways. Mm. Because our government does not support our schools, so therefore our schools are failing our students and failing families. And But there are a lot out there that are doing really good yeah. things. And I know that you do, and having these yeah. kind of programs and what you do is incredibly important, and, and I'm so happy that it is a thing. Yeah, yeah. well, so like, I mean with so like in order for education to become the priority you have to look at their their safety and like where where are they at on their feelings meter right now you know like is it can we really push them to this right now because they need to feel safe and this is supposed to be a place where um we're providing them an area that they can come in and feel comfortable and and be able to release certain emotions that they need exactly. to. Exactly. Um, and that is, you know, that's our top priority. Um, and then you can get academics Absolutely. out of it. Absolutely. So you're going to, and as, I mean, like, and we, I have to say it to myself too sometimes. It's like, because sometimes our, our goal is to, is academic and we're, because that's where their behavior well, is happening. And we like, well, we have to, we have to get them here first yeah. so that they can I look understand at it, this yeah. academic I look stuff. at it like this. I, how many people do you know or do you yourselves do you learn better in a comfortable situation or an uncomfortable situation right yeah yeah no because i mean if you're if you're uncomfortable where you're at trying to learn something and with your surroundings or with who you are or whatever the case may be yeah that the academic part's not gonna it, it it's not gonna right. coincide it's right. it, you know the grades yeah. and stuff aren't gonna be there if mm-hmm. you're not comfortable around your peers and your friends and your teachers and everything else so i'm i'm 100 with you yeah i think school should be focused more so you know so like sometimes i have to tell the teacher like i know that i'm asking you for a lot right now because i get that you're also being pulled in these other directions Mm -hmm. if we can just do this for like a week it'll be over and be done and we don't have to worry about it anymore. And so just, and so also empathizing with like, you know, there's no telling how many conversations I've had with teachers just to kind of get them back on track. Like, all right, this, let's remember like where we're at and I don't blame no shade to them. It's just like, you got to do it. Sometimes I I I don't blame them because I, I don't, the amount of things that are asked of, of teachers and the stuff that they have to go through between parents, the kids, Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Everybody else in the, in in the school, as far as the principal or whoever else, uh, you know, the counselors, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the social workers. And then we come in and we're like, Hey, we're going to add a something else. And then then all the while are getting paid. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Terribly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the fact that, that, firefighters and police officers and teachers aren't paid more and still haven't been in my lifetime 
is beyond me. I, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because I, it, it, to me, it negatively affects people that, I mean, there's got to be, if I had to guess, especially in, in, in what I would consider the information age, the digital age, or whatever else, where all this information is out there, how many, uh, there's got to be a want and a need for more teachers, probably now more so than I feel like there ever has been. Just because they know that they're not getting paid that well, mm-hmm. are they even gonna get a raise after a year or two? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I, it, and the fact that that's even a thing to me is just absolutely ridiculous. Sorry, that's I, it's a little off topic. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. But I mean, it all ties. All in. We need to make awareness. It all, it all ties in. I mean, you know, and I know a lot of people agree. You know, and I know a lot of people promise that they're gonna do things about it, but. I, 100%. I mean, everybody hates taxes, but if I had to pay more in taxes because I knew that, you know, kids were Heather's kids or my friend's kids or any kid yeah. is going to get a better education and feel more safe at school yeah. and be comfortable at school so they can learn more at school, mm-hmm. I, do it. Yeah. No. Well, and also, I guess um, just to add in there too, we have the EC services, which is the exceptional children's um, program in all the schools. So, um, if they have a learning disability, um, mainly it's academic based. The EC services are so like if there is a learning disability, then they go in, into um, the EC room, and there's like you know it's more one on one based or it's a smaller group, um, so it's easier for them to um, concentrate and to yeah. um, see. Focus we, used, we used to have I think they were I think ours were just called LD classes. Yeah, and then but we also have Remember integrated behavioral skills as well in yeah. the EC rooms. So um, not only are they learning like, you know, um, how to spell or read or, you know, if they're like super behind, um, but they're also learning like, you know, the meltdown, like how to melt your body, you know, and like um, and how to cool down and and be able to um, react in a better way instead of just like anger or, you know, crazy crying or something like that. It's, so. it's something like we, we talked about with Kevin, sort of, he hit on a little bit, is that there's still a lot of people out there that are that, that can't read aloud yeah. in a classroom yeah. or can't read that well, period, because let's say that, you know, they got super nervous and it made them want to quit reading mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were forced to stand up in front of their peers Which and is, read aloud. Yes. And yes. so they were like, screw this. Like, yeah. I'm never going to, you know, it, and all because of a social thing, because they cared that much. Yeah. Like they ended up not getting the education that they should have. And then we're still moved on. Right. Yeah. For what reason? You yeah. know, like yeah. that should have been, it should have been to me something that, you know, like I, I know that, you know, if you were to hold a kid behind or something or send them to summer school, then yes, that also affects them mentally and emotionally because then you go back to their social standing and their friends. How mm-hmm. are how are my friends going to look at me now? Yeah. You know, whatever else. So uh, it is important that I that you have these classes as well, these, yeah. these programs, so yeah. that way they yeah. can try to get caught up. But it's... I don't know. Like anything, I, you know, there could always be more done. I wish there could <laughs> be. Yeah. Always but, be more. Always yeah. be more. I got oh, a question, though, yeah. because this is a, definitely a, a big issue now, but are any of the kids you're dealing with who have these issues trans, bi, gay? Oh, yeah. That's um, a good question. I was going to bring that up. LGBTQ uh, community. Um, so, as as of right now, no. Okay. Um, not that um, it 
Actually, yes. Mm-hmm. I sorry. I think you probably had, yes. had a couple. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I had to think about it for yeah, a second. Yeah, you're good. You like it. Um, but yes, I do. I have um one. Um, she is lesbian. Um, and she is she's a really cool girl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do have one now. There are way many. Um, like it's it's expanding mm-hmm. in the school system. So, um. I see a lot of it in middle school. Really? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so we we are um, continuing and trying to expand on that too, Good. making it a safe community for those who identify um, within the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, you know, I for me it's cra- like I'm just like, whoa, this is wild because. When I was in middle school, oh yeah, it this, was, it yeah, was you know, absolutely not. It's completely um, different, which yeah. is which is not, awesome yeah. that it is, yeah. right? Yeah, awesome. like yeah, I mean, great. so it's um, so it's definitely I think it's an adjustment for a lot of staff, you know, because this is very new to them too. Um, but of course, you know, within my um, within my job, it's you know I'm still like my duty is to provide a safe place for them. So good. Um, I continue to support them in the best way that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I do. Yeah, there was one. That's awesome. So, sort of, kind of along the lines of uh, that. Have you ever had any with uh, different types of religious backgrounds? Oh yeah. To where like there's certain things that you know you can or can't do you know with that kid or with that family because of whatever religious background they have. Um. Like if somebody was Muslim or... Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, it's not as difficult as you would think. Well, like, I mean, I, I don't... That's why I was asking, because I would like to think that it's... Like most of these, the risk assessments or anything that you do with them, I feel like are are created in a way that they're not biased towards anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To where and it would also, be open and not offensive or, you know, going against anybody's mm-hmm. religion or anything like that. Well, and also if, um, if we say we suggest that someone goes to the hospital for mm-hmm. something like that um, and they don't, like we, and we ask for forms, we ask for, you know, we communicate with the hospital. If they don't, it is also considered neglect regardless of uh, your religion. Okay. Yeah. So we can do what we need to do for that too. So there's kind of that line. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, I haven't really had to come in. I mean, there are client, there are kids that have like different religions and, you know, it's just the, honestly, it boils down to like just respecting the other person and their views. And even though it's probably different than mine, um, but I'm still not going to, treat you different or like you know do things differently the reason that i ask too is because there's i I feel like especially when i was growing up because it was probably more prevalent than that it is now but how many teachers would have or not even just teachers but like let's say that you're in your position and you're of christian belief Mm -hmm. and you feel for and you really want to help this child Mm -hmm. and obviously to me this would be the wrong step and i'm pretty sure that you're not allowed to but if you were like you know you wanted to pray with them or you know pray yeah for them or say anything like that mm-hmm. which i i hope doesn't happen that much i mean not to not to offend anybody but because it's you don't know what that kid believes or where they come right. from or what their family believes right. 
So yeah, um, in the school, um, it's it's definitely not it's it's not suggested that we do something like that. Now I will take it home and I'll pray about it before I go to bed. Well, yeah, um, I mean, like you, you know, will, like I, like I'll do time. those things, but yeah, yeah. like I mean, um, but I just I worry if there's guidance counselors or anybody, and not because they mean any they, ill right, intent. They don't mean it's harm. That, you know because of what they believe they want to you know do everything to try to help this kid. Yeah, and I don't know of anything like that that's ever happened. Um, and if I did, I probably couldn't speak on it. But yeah, um, I would say that you know at that at that point in time, it's it's really just taking it up with, you know your your uppers and you know like you know and what they they see fit to do yeah i was just curious because i mean you know especially in today's world there you do deal with a lot more um lg whatever i can't say it right now (laughs) yes thank you thank you yeah Yeah. um and and from different religions and basically a lot you know a more open world i would say mm-hmm. than than what we probably grew up in when we were in school yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's i was just curious on so i'm, I'm glad you said that because yeah. i actually didn't think about asking about that but that's yeah. a very good question because yeah. it's a big deal now yep it is a big deal now yeah. and it's uh and i'm i'm glad that to me it is a good thing that hopefully it is coming up a lot more in schools and in middle schools and stuff because that means that there's a lot more kids that aren't afraid or don't have to feel afraid for coming out it's good and being yeah. who they want to be yeah. right yeah so i love that i love mm-hmm. that wow so much information i know yeah and there's so much more you can probably say <laughs> <laughs> but this is i think I mean, and hopefully just, we, i didn't overstep any no, boundaries you're, you're, asking questions or no? anything no but mm-hmm. I think the questions I just, you asked were very relevant I well and i want you know anybody who's listening whether it be two people or 200 yeah hopefully right yeah yeah i mean there's a yeah there's a I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Yeah, so. I didn't either. Yeah, I, and it's and it's very important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yes, um, <laughs> our people. Would you want to give information for people who have questions, like your Instagram or something? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I can do that. Cool. Um, let me make sure I, I know my Instagram. Is uh, I'll, I'll plug it. Don't worry, you're good. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> do I have to say it? Like, no, by the way, it. follow yeah. me on. You know, I, know, I got <laughs> it. Which and and obviously, you know, preface with that. There's. A lot of things that she may or may not be able to speak on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not specific. So yeah, for sure. Her Instagram is women in welfare. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on every yes. social media platform. Shut up. <laughs> Don't you ask know, her. I'm not gonna lie though. That I, if, if you if you still have that, I actually wouldn't be interested in that. That that's the, a really cool. I'd have to like that's a really cool thing yeah. to see the video how, or the the presentation. No, the, the video. Because the video? I feel like women in welfare, as opposed to oh. men in welfare, yeah. there's probably a big. Uh, mm-hmm. a, I would assume statistically, probably a big difference there, and why. Yeah, it was. I don't. It was. It was interesting. Like it was single mothers and, I was and just stuff like, like oh, that. Oh, this is so. really cool information. Yes. And now. It's not anymore. It's she, in a fall. Like, she did it. It's a bad class. She passed class and she doesn't yeah. care anymore. Hey, that's a good. Oh, that's no, a good I one to go to class with. Uh, but like, I'm doing mine on women in welfare. Yeah. Like, oh, she, she actually cares. <laughs> and this is like, oh, like she I, a plus. She already passed. She's right. great. <laughs> she's great. But now nah, I applaud you for that. That's you've doing. A, you're doing exceptional. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of these kids will be very grateful to have you. Years down the line, they'll probably always remember you. So yeah. that's amazing. Well, 
Well, I hope so. I mean, I, I go through a lot with these yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah let's it, talk a little bit about that. Uh, <laughs> so, like, what all have you... Because I know you, you've oh, told yeah, me about, the, like, the, like physical yeah. things that oh, have happened. yeah. So, um, without, like, any specifics or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, I want names. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he does not. Sorry, for whoever is listening, that. we, we, we are not I'm going joking. to put her in that <laughs> situation. Her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Total confidentiality. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, there's been, um, sometimes, and most of them are younger kids. So, um, I haven't had to deal with an older kid ever doing these things with me or to me. Um, but I would say they're like around the kindergarten to second grade. Okay. Every once in a while. That's a little bit more understandable, I think. So, and of course it's, it's kids that they don't know how to appropriately say like, I'm not comfortable. I don't know how to do this. Yeah, or, like, yeah. you know, or they're getting angry or something. So, like, they don't know how to appropriate. Why kids have temper tantrums is because they haven't created that part in their brain yet to be able to learn how right. to deal with situations. So they just. Ah. Right. And so, in these particular cases, it's more so um, like you have your general where it's like they can get frustrated and maybe throw something, right? But that's just like a one time thing. These are kids that are like, you know trying to to attack somebody or Mm -hmm. you know trying to climb out of a window or you know like um maybe starting to throw more than one thing like a chair or getting Mm. under tables and like lifting the tables up so it becomes more disruptive behavior um and that's kind of where we check in and that's a lot of where we'll like go in and observe and then like if it becomes like a crisis issue then yes we do intervene but um i've had um I've had bunches of bruises on my legs mm. where um, students have kicked me or um, scratch marks where they've, you know, clawed on my hands. Um, I've, uh, this year or last year, I experienced some spitting. Um, so, um, which. I mean, I, to me, spitting at the kindergarten or first grade or younger level is completely different than at the ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade level. So, um, because that I don't know that I'd be able to deal with. Right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, it's it's one of those. I might get a gut check. I'm I really, <laughs> really going to have to check my professionalism on that one. No, but um, so they, you know, honestly, I didn't think that I would be able to handle spitting. Um, but it ended up like it kind of pushes your boundaries, you know, like yeah. what you can tolerate and what your patience level is. And how far you can go, and just you know, and sometimes these kids are stubborn. So oh, yeah. like, and you have to be even more. And yeah. so you're like, and it's testing you, like how stubborn really are you, you yeah. know? And so, um, but yeah, like I've had, um, pro- I've had people like run and like attack me, mm-hmm. um, and they don't honestly. It's like they don't really mean the harm that yeah. they're doing. They just don't know how to get out of the situation, mm-hmm. and then you get into a place where well, you've already went this far, so, you know, like, how do I get down from this? And then, um, but yeah, so I've had that. um, I've I've had kids, like, run, um, try to run out of the school. Mm. Um, So, but we've kept them on campus and on property, (laughs) so everything is good. Mm. It's, yeah, yeah, like, it's not a madhouse, but just sometimes these things happen. It is reality. It is real. It's, you know, um, 
So, and, but we keep them as safe as possible. Uh, shout out to any parents out there that your kid is acting like a little hellion at school. <laughs> Don't get mad at the teacher if they've had to chase your kid down outside or something <laughs> like that. They are doing the best they can. So lay up off them a little bit. <laughs> no, um, and I will say, like, there was one time I actually had to climb on on top of a cabinet um, to to keep a student from going any further. Oh, yeah, I think you right. uh, I think you so told us about that. That was yeah. one of my highlights and not to sound like really weird, but some of it was actually like this aggressive part of my job was actually some of the most fun part of my job <laughs> because I like, you know, like it's just cool. Like it was just, you know, it's very hands-on. It gets your heart rate up. And you're just like, yeah. You yeah, know, work out. Right. No, seriously. Claudia's like, what kind of action could I get in today? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a great day, you know, like, cause I know where I'm going and what's yeah. about to happen. And so, um, no, but it does get sometimes stressful and, um, and sometimes I have to, you know, pull myself back in. I have to check myself, you know, oh, I've yeah. had a chair thrown at me before. Mm. I mean, it's, but at the same time, once they're calmed down and we can get them in a place where we can talk, they don't mean it. Yeah. And like, and it, and it's, and almost is kind of like you feel sad for them yep. because they can't control it and it gets to that level. And so we, as behavioral specialists, we try to come in and provide interventions and ways to shape classrooms or the way things are like done around them to help manage their behavior and change their behavior. Mm-hmm. And part of that is anger management, skill building, communication skills. And so we provide those things, even though sometimes it seems like, what are they doing? But we're still, we're providing those things, even though sometimes it might not seem like it, but just us having that conversation, like, I know you just punched me. It's still okay. I'm well, it's not okay, but, um, I'm still going to like you regardless, you know, like I'm not going to run from you. I'm not going to, you know, be mad at you for yeah. doing that. So, so I love that. this is a little, uh, little off topic, but it kind of ties in. So shout out to nurses and caretakers oh, yeah. and stuff Them like that. Too, yes. Because, uh, I did my certified nursing assistant, uh, license. I was a CNA when I graduated high school. So part of the training that you have to do is like nursing homes and stuff like that. Well, even in hospital, like you are told and trained that if you get hit, if a patient tries to hit you or anything like that, like you're not, you can't, you are not to hit them back or react that way. You can't retaliate that way. So it's, it's very challenging. And especially, especially it's a, it's kind of the same in the instance of like children are kind of the same as like uh, elderly people, especially if it's uh, one going through dementia or Mm, Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Uh, because they don't really know what they're doing a lot of times and right. they can just act out and they don't know how to, especially from what I've witnessed people with dementia or Alzheimer's, they lose the ability. It, it, they almost revert back to, they go backwards to an extent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They lose, they start to lose mm-hmm. their mind in, in that development that they developed as they got older, but they revert back to almost back to the infant stage uh, right. to where they can't do a lot of the same things. And, that's one of the reasons why they act out so much is because they're frustrated and, and they don't know how confused. to. Yeah, they're confused yeah. and right. they can't they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I've seen some. It, luckily, it never happened to me because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, especially because, you know, uh, from my background and what I grew up, you know, fighting and all, you know. But I mean, I think still the professionalism would kick in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I've seen some people just get 
smacked. Yeah. Yes. Like hauled off and yes. smacked. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I got hit in the face once. And um, so That's shout shout out shout out to them and you know teachers and everybody as well because oh uh, definitely teachers you know yeah so we have this um little it's called CPI it's crisis prevention intervention something like that don't Google check me but um so it's where like if it gets to that place where we feel unsafe or the child's oh, wow. being unsafe. Yeah. Um, we can put them in certain holds, so it's just kind of restricting them, but we're not, um, it, well, we're restraining them. Yeah, it's just yeah. restraining. Yeah, yeah. Like well, it's the same thing them. in the hospital right. or something like that. Yeah. You can still restrain. Actually, I think that they banned uh, bedside restraints in North Carolina. I could be wrong, but I think I was talking to Sparky about this several years ago. Uh, you used to be able to put them in like restraints, yeah, like if that, people were acting like terrible. that. And we're very lenient but I think on that it they, too, though, because like we don't want to like we have to we have to be very careful. It's yeah, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a very thin ice that yes, you are walking on yes, because yes. it could easily go from you know you trying to restrain them to you know you hurt them or right you know, something like so that it's definitely issue. like sometimes we have to learn like our boundaries and like what we can tolerate and. So I've, you know, you just, and honestly, as your time goes and as the year goes on, you build up your boundaries. So like some people are like, well, he did X, Y, Z and you didn't put him in a hold, but we would feel like we would. And I was like, honestly, it's experience. I've experienced that I can tolerate that way more and give him more space. And so, yeah, he did punch me a couple of times. You're right. Yeah. But I was still just giving him that space. And I also warned him. Yeah. So I'm letting him know that if he continues, I'm going to have to put him in a hold. And so if he does continue and it gets to that place where I'm like, okay, he really needs to calm down. Because it's not for, like, so a lot of times if we can get him in a comfortable position, they'll end up calming down. But we yeah. also have to let them go after 10 minutes. Okay. So we can't hold them forever. Yeah. We have to let them go for 10 minutes. And if they end up being on the floor, we have to let them go. We have to stand yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I don't know. It's kind of cool. Like, you know, or we just kind of use blocking. So we'll take our hands and we'll just kind of put them out in front of us and kind of like a defensive stance um, where we're blocking. So we're like, we're taking the punches, you know, so we're not yeah. like getting hurt or something like that. Um, and just kind of using that, like, just that stance of, like, I'm still here and I'm able to, like, move around to him. So if he does charge at me, I can just get out of the way really quickly. Right. So I'm not putting myself in a position where I have to restrain you because yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Are you required? I, I mean, I would assume probably more so maybe in middle school and high school, but in a situation where they become physical like that to contact the uh, school officer or a lot of times we do not want to bring the school officer because it could make it worse it could make but. it worse yeah, Ooh, yeah but yeah, now yeah, what yeah. if it gets to an extent that i mean because i feel like there may be some times where you would almost have to like if they yeah, become very some violent SROs have been involved um however i would recommend that um especially well in any case i think that cpi training is actually beneficial yeah um and that's for any kind of law enforcement i think that there should be that kind of training yeah um that's just my two cents on that but um, well i you know i mean because they'll like you know there's there's instances where like it goes completely wrong but the officer was just trying to help and, yeah see you know, and i just, you know not hard. to not to get completely started on this topic oh, definitely but not, yeah 
you know the whole situation with what's been going on the past few years and, and with cops and, and the way they've reacted to certain things um, I do think there should be a lot more training like you were saying mm-hmm. as far as uh, especially stuff like that like on how to better deal with situations yeah in a crisis like that um, but there's also a lot of times where I feel like they they don't have a choice or they were just doing what they were supposed to do right yeah I'm yeah I don't I don't know like that's such a, such a Oh yeah, it's a. I mean, well, it's a. You look at it. You look at it like this. I mean, it's uh. It there. There's two sides to you know. Uh, the teacher could be the same way. I yeah. mean, for an instance, you know, or you, for instance, you mm-hmm. know, a, a parent could come in and, and flip out at the fact sure. that you held them. You know, and yeah. because you had to. Right. And they're not going to care what their kid was doing mm-hmm. or. You know, and it's the same way in in the real world yeah. with police officers. It's, and we also you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Sometimes, but right, yeah, no, and but another thing with the CPI training is that we also cannot try to restrain someone who is bigger than us. So if mm-hmm. it's a person that is taller than me, then I am, even though I'm trained, I can help maybe facilitate a restraint. But well, I so that's kind of what it. I was getting at earlier. So like in, in high school, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's some big ass kids. I don't know what they're eating these days. Right. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Walking around looking like 20, 30 year olds. Yeah, <laughs> but in, so in a situation like that, what, what do you do? Um, I would probably, um, I would call or tell whoever be like, um, are you CPI trained or, um, I need someone who is trained to be here with me in this moment or two people. So like, I would just, um, I'm trying to find the resources that, that are around because we have to have an X amount of staff trained as well that are actually in the school building. Um, and we're actually, I mean, I think we're pushing for just about everybody to be trained you know sure. every, why not yeah why not so um, i mean it's it doesn't hurt anything it's only no, gonna help definitely so. doesn't. and i think we're gonna yeah so there's that and um but i would just i would say like hey who i need so and so to like who are the people that i can yeah. call down here call yeah. yeah um yeah. and i stay my distance and i it's a and it's a comfortable distance it's a space you know like because at the end of the day that's what they want they yeah. just Give me my space. Just give me some time yep. to breathe. That's how you know, I am. If you're yeah, walk, if you're walking, leave me alone for right, a little bit. If you're walking and I'll down be the right. hallway, guess what? I'm just gonna be right back there. I'm gonna let you walk, but I'm just gonna be right back there just yeah. to make sure that you're safe and you're yeah. okay. Well, and also probably to make sure that <laughs> because you're not only having to worry about their safety, but if it gets bad enough, you've got to worry about the other kids' safety. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. teachers and yourself. Right. So. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. insane. It's a whole. Uh, it's like I was ending it, and then I was like, "Damn, no, we got some more to talk about." Yeah, no, sorry, yeah, I just. No, 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 I just, that's, that's good. You know though, me; right? I could go for days. I know. Many nights of those, but it's good. I think that's a that's a place to end it. That's that was that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think hopefully Thank people you. listening, hopefully teachers are listening to this as well. Yeah, like, I know we have a lot of friends, a lot of friends who are teachers. Um, so definitely take this information, you know, and just use it in your classroom. Yeah. And if then, and I would suggest that if you are at a school and you are a teacher, that if, if you don't know who your behavioral support or, yeah, or like, you know, your counselor or your school social worker, which hopefully you do because they should be out and about and everybody should know everybody. uh, Then be proactive. If, if they're yeah. not proactive, then the teacher should be proactive yeah. and, and go and find out who it is because it can only help their job, I would assume, yeah. be that much easier too. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, get in a it. position where we're not reacting all the time. Exactly. Because that well, ends a lot up being more people need to be proactive. Yes. And that's not I'll just in the school system. Why. No, that's absolutely, not, absolutely. It is like it's all over the place. So, but yeah, like, for instance, uh, I can't remember what we were talking about earlier. Um, Oh, about possibly looking at changing the risk ass- assessments to yeah, have them. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. that be, can be something you can talk to one of your higher ups about. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And I got see that. if they can get a change. Mm-hmm. So. You can be running that place, Claudia. I know. Be proactive. Just kidding. I well, and I think that. I think that's why you're. I would assume that you're good at your job in in what you do because I know you as a person, not just as your profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it 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 makes sense, and I think you probably do well at it. So. Yes. Well, you're so, yes. you're you're personable, and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I think that, like you said, that uh, being able to build up that rapport with with these kids is probably what matters most. Yeah. To make them feel comfortable, to make them feel like they can talk to you. Yeah. Uh, so being being a, a, a personable person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolutely personal has person. to has to help with the that. Uh, but yeah, no, absolutely, I definitely agree. And to all those teachers, um, good luck this year. I wish nothing but yes, the best yeah, for you guys. Yeah, for real. I always have mad props for anybody yeah. that's yeah. a teacher Hell no. involved. And Thanksgiving's right around the corner, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> unless you do year-round school. Oh, yes. well, yeah, unless Which, you do that. But Actually, year-round is not that bad. Yeah, I no. was in a year-round school when I lived in Winston. And I'm, I'm in a year-round school, honestly. You don't get as long of a break but you get a lot more smaller breaks. Yeah, which I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't get like that long summer break, or at least I didn't, but you get more breaks, smaller breaks throughout. Yeah. Right. All right. So it's actually not that bad. And probably could be more beneficial to the kids, you know, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to keep them consistently in there kind of learning. But Yeah. yeah. But yes. Shout out to Ifford County Schools. Shout out to County Schools. If you want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they would. If we, right. got, if we got a budget for it, look. This is a. Uh, this is a. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this one of those cute. I don't know what she would. <laughs> I don't know what this would be rated explicit. I guess. Oh, yeah, this is yeah, an this explicit podcast. This uh, yeah. Right. But no, nah, seriously. I hope everyone took something from this, and you know, think differently about people who are in these roles. Mm-hmm. You know, because yep. they go through a lot, and and appreciate them. Claudia is one of a billion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she's the best one. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. But cool, yes. But I will plug Claudia's information. Ask more detailed questions. Obviously, she can't tell you everything, but she can tell you some more that you didn't hear on the podcast. Um, listen to us on we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube now. Finally, um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah. And, and real oh. quick for parents too, oh, yes. because yeah, yeah, I, for sure. As you said before, parents getting more involved in asking questions. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So they do now. Yes. Yeah, and just like. And being okay with saying like, "Hey, school, I need help." I mean, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with needing help, needing more resources, and asking for that stuff, and just yes, constantly being psychoeducated. So, um, you know, if your child has a disorder, or even if they don't, but just allowing your kids to learn about these things is very important, mm-hmm. and it helps with the. Um, positive environment within the school system and you know peer support like you know them knowing like oh this person has a disorder doesn't make them different um or any less like normal than me it just means whatever and i can be a peer supporter for that person um so just kind of like just staying on top of those types of things is really cool and in this day and age there's no excuse as to why people can't read up and find out information on how to do that resources 
people. Yeah. And if you just need like an unbiased ear, so I mean, you can reach out to me as well. Yes. And us don't reach out to, to me because I won't. <laughs> yes, Dusty will definitely talk to you. Um, don't yeah. let don't let him um, tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, also to any guests who think they have a uh, cool professions as well, hit us up. You know, send that email to show at gmail.com It might be the show at one of those emails um, dot com. I think it's it. Well, I don't know how you create it, it but it sure. should be the Daniel yeah, White Show. Pretty, yeah, and pretty it has the in it or not? Email both of them. <laughs> and, and, uh, no, it's the Daniel White Show dot com. But not hey, with, I'm yeah. pretty sure there might be another Daniel White Show out there though. Oh, because when I when I looked at on SoundCloud, no, when I was looking for it on, uh, it was either iTunes or Spotify. Oh, there is one. And I was like, because I think it was before you actually uh, had put it up. Yeah. And then you finally put it. I think it might have been on Spotify. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Hell this no. is not right. There's <laughs> yes. only one Daniel White. Yes. Okay. There's only one Daniel <laughs> Ross White. Dan Ross White. That's right. Beef. I got some um, killers in here. I was playing. No. <laughs> but no, yes, please contact us because we will, we will talk to you. You know what I'm saying? We just uh, I won't, platform for everyone. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. I will. I'm just kidding. Thank you very much. <laughs> Damn it. Anyways, thank you for listening. Much love. Goodbye. Peace. Bye.